0: everybody. Sorry for being a little late. Uh, I was going to do a stream today on The Wizard of Oz. I'm going to do that tomorrow. There's just so much to talk about right now. Grabber football is going. Amazing. We're going to do a, because uh, I also have a lot of great letters. It appears. What happened to Denmark's car? Going to the vet tomorrow. I have a week's spot for those squares. What happened to Denmark? Yeah. Bad day, no internet. For four hours at work, and it seems my cat broke its leg. Sorry to hear that, Denmark Bear. Uh, All right, so Mr. Beast, I love the way that flow state works. Flow state works so cool. I just wake up, I do my chores, I think about what I'm going to talk about, and whatever comes to me comes to me, and it's all good. And one day it was Mr. Beast. And I'm like, and I don't know if you guys saw those, but I did two episodes just on this guy that I didn't know much about, but is clearly really influential with young people. Well, he's really escalating the uh, the wickedness, and I'll show it to you. It's uh, he He's an important figure for uh, what's coming in the future for a lot of uh, areas. I also want to talk about, um how Kanye West at this point is uh almost like that kid from the movie in the under the silver lake when he finds out that someone else wrote his entire culture and we're going to talk about that like what rights does Kanye actually have um when it comes to the black culture black culture wasn't made by black people I'll just give you a, do you you want to see a picture of the guy who created BET, Black Entertainment um, Television, Black Entertainment Television, BET? That's him. His name's Sumner Redstone. His real name is Sumner Rothstein. And he created BET. And if you look at who created NWA, Coddington, what is the episode I did? I'll I'll get back to that in a second. We'll talk about um, what Kanye is facing at this point. It's shocking when you realize you didn't make your own culture. But God, what was the episode I did called Who Made Rap Music? I like to reference those because I did a lot of good stuff back in the day. So uh, <clears throat> he needs to up his lithium dose. Well, he's dead now. And apparently he, he used to drink a red liquid that, that people called his special wine. He looks like a demon. Yeah, and I used to work for him. I used to, uh, I did two Comedy Central specials and he owned Comedy Central. I had a development deal with Comedy Central, so I know all about old Sumner Redstone. How dare you, he had Vitiligo, full Negro. Well, that's the, oh, episode 457, if you guys wanna go back and check out who created and owns all rap music. All, guys, all, zero exceptions. And so, yeah, Who Made Rap? That was one of uh, Mountain Bear's favorite episodes I did. It really got him uh, got him going with the bears. Episode 457, Who Made Rap? You can get it at unauthorized.tv. I'm sure you can find it on BitChute or I don't know if it's on I don't know if my back catalog is on Odyssey or Rumble or any of that. You're doing even better stuff now, Bibi. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think my flow's better. My speech pattern is better. It's a, it's a more enjoyable stream now because we've like we have this community. and uh, I think it appeals more to a variety of people, like, you know, uh, wives and just normal women. Um, and I think a lot of uh, where in the past, they probably would have been turned off by my yelling. Don't get me wrong, I still yell, but uh, BT, EBT. Right, right. Okay, so we'll talk about that. So, Mr. Beast really goes beast. Uh, oh, yeah, and uh, globalist, the term globalist is now anti Semitic. And uh, what else? Oh, and the Jews don't get it. They just don't get it. Let's start with that. So, here's Andy Cohen. He says on 1018 the amount of anti them coming from all corners is fucking alarming. Here's Andy Cohen on December, 2016. Yes, I am racist. I hate white people. And this is something that a lot of people will never get because I've tried to explain this to people and they just won't get it. Andy doesn't care. What did I write? Hang on. Oh, um, Guyton, we have to do the thing that we always do, if you know what I'm saying, when it comes to the thing. You know what I mean, right Guyton? Okay, uh, I wrote, I wrote a little, I can just check Telegram. I said, they truly don't believe that hypocrisy is bad. Like, really understand that. They truly believe that the rules don't apply to them. It's the one quality that leads to their demise over and over again. It's not their religion, the ethnicity, the frizzy hair, the big noses the culture, the sukkah's tent, none of that. Because the Jews I like aren't like what I'm describing. But there is a huge amount of it in their culture. It's like baked into a lot of these people. Okay, even if you pointed this out to Andy Cohen, he would see no problem with it and attempt to have you removed from society. Okay, so like, let's say I went up to Andy Cohen because I've tried this in the past and I was like, Hey, Andy, you literally bragged about being racist in 2016. He'd be like, against white people, though. You make me fucking sick. Don't let him bank. Don't let him. The Ye2 movement is really uh, picking up steam, by the way. If you read all the Ye2, all the Ye2 testimonies, they're fucking hilarious. Because the Ye2 movement is, if you've been kicked off Zionist media and, and why they did it, there's a reason, Andy, that there's so much quote unquote anti-semitism happening because you guys act like assholes. You know, and you should be really grateful that I built alternatives so that my people don't care what you do and they're not mad at you. But it's like, it's unbelievable when you think about it. They just act like such assholes. It's like if you read all the t- uh, testimony of the Y two movement, People are like, yeah, I once said porn was bad and I wasn't allowed on Facebook for a week. It's so bad. If you said that there was something wrong with the vaccine that's now killing millions of kids, do you know that, that um, elementary schools now, they're called heart-safe schools because there's de- defibrillators on hand? Because vaccinated kids now are having heart attacks and strokes. It's such a high rate that elementary schools and high schools... And middle schools are now heart safe, where the staff now has defibrillators on hand. All right, and so the people warning our own children not to do that were called hate speech and banned off their platforms. All right, Andy acts more like an asshole. Let's stop organizing. Anthony Kiedis is a major weirdo. What the fuck is with his talking voice? I don't know. I didn't listen. I don't listen to Joe Rogan. Chinky Bear. I guess someone has some explaining to do. This is when things get very funny. So, someone says, A Nazi salute paired with Kanye's right about the Jews in Los Angeles. Is this on brand, Adidas? And then Kat Denning says, The world is watching, Adidas. This is funny for two reasons. One, I believe that's six people with masks doing a Nazi salute. That's, what, six out-of-work actors? I'm pretty sure they were paid to do the riots a week ago. It's that doesn't mean. So if you have six people doing this, how is that anything? Because they can't address Kanye's points. He does have good points about Zionist control media and whatnot. And um, but, you know, I'll get to the the next point. You you get to control what you create. And Jewish Zionists created black culture. So they get to control it. And I know that sounds funny. But it's true and here's the second thing adidas was founded by two nazis uh i'm not backing nazi ideology i think uh it's just another scam in my opinion uh but it's really funny to understand that the founders of adidas would have never done a deal with kanye west because he's a dirty black nigger okay So when Kat Denning says... I'm not not calling Kanye West a dirty black nigger I'm just saying that the founders of Adidas were two card-carrying Nazi brothers. Or was it Puma? I'm pretty sure it was Adidas. Hang on a second. Uh, Let me just double check. Uh, I'm almost positive it was Adidas. Founders of Adidas. Yeah, Adolf Dassler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the Nazis. So um, (laughs) Addy His name's Adolf. <laughs> yeah, Adolf. Yeah, it was Rudolf Dassler, Horst Dassler. It was the Dassler family. Crushing. The dark history behind Adidas. Does no one understand how funny that is? Hearing that was so much funnier than reading your IG post. Yeah, I think that's probably one reason why I have gotten in trouble in the past on social media, is because my delivery is pretty crucial for my jokes. And I know that. So I probably should just never post on social media, but i I do because I know a lot of you guys know my delivery style. Uh, so it's like um, uh, so when you hear me do it in your head, you'll laugh. But if someone doesn't know my delivery style some ter- some days uh some days, I'm like, man, if someone just read that joke, you know, I get it, I but I don't care because you know, you have people like Andy Cohen saying that they hate white people with no, there's no problem at all. No banning, nothing, because they're the special boys. They, they believe that they are the priests of the third temple. Not kidding. And that they have a special bloodline that makes it so they don't have to follow their own rules. Trial Jubert follows the rules that I follow. The, I, like, I've really isolated. So these are the binaries. Uh, I did a, a post on telegram that I think summed it up well because I really do. the reason people tip me I got a good bar of silver sent to me from Denmark today. I can't read wait to read the wait to read the uh, wait to read the, uh, the letter is because I try to bring value to you guys like like um, like ideas and insights to help you see through bullshit. And I think this one was really good. All right. So I wrote, the craziest part of this all is no one knows what any of the current gotcha words mean. I feel a little like Jordan Peterson here, but what do you mean by (laughs) anti-Semitic? See, Jordan Peterson does it with like, what do you mean by you? What do you mean by beat? What do you mean by meth? Amphetamines. What do you mean by amphetamines, Jordan? But it's true though. So I wrote, I feel like, uh, what do you mean by anti-Semitic? That word... Or accusation can range in use from being against pornography being shown to children to claiming a blood blood libel against a race. Which I've obviously never done. You know, mail arrived nice. Was that from you, Denmark Bear? Thank you. Or was that another Dane? All right, the Danes are great. They're like my favorite people now, even though it's, you know, they got to get their shit together. All right, anyway, so black men can be white supremacists, except I didn't send silver. Yeah, it's a different Dane. You sent me a little piece of gold, little Denmark bear. I like it. It's great. Real money. Real money comes out of Denmark. There's another Dane that listens to the stream. You guys should be best friends. I can't wait to read the letter. It's from, um, hang a second, and then I'll read. What I believe is actually happening. And I really do think this will be helpful. Uh, Danish bear. Oh, Denmark bear. There's now a Danish bear. We're going to have a Dane off. This is in. Ah, I fucked it. I I almost had a pun going. I wanted to put Dane with insane like in Dane, but it didn't work at all know, whatever. Um, all right, so here we go. So that means none of these words actually mean anything. They're just MK Ultra triggers. None of these groups are coherent. Yeah, like for example, if you call someone a a fascist, that is referencing the party and political ideology of Mussolini, a, a mid nineteen twenties Italian leader. Do you know that those uh, that those are the people that um, first wanted a mandatory amount of women at work. They would be considered left-wing right now. Fascism would be. Oh, how dare you? I, guys, I swear to God, when it comes to gender equity, that was Mussolini was one of the architect, uh, architects of that. Okay? So fascism is a meaningless term. It, it makes sense only that you're stronger together because the fasci is a bundle of sticks. It's all in in English. It's called a faggot. Swear to God. That's what it's called. So a bundle of sticks is harder to break than an individual stick. And that's why the Romans would have bundles of sticks to represent their, um, the centurions and all that, like their forces. It's a, it's a cool metaphor, but when it comes to fascism, it's really actually left wing, which is funny. All right. This is, this is what I think is helpful. The, the actual media word functions on one thing. World functions on one thing. The narrative. Doesn't matter who or what you claim to be, if you push the ever-changing and increasingly insane beast narrative, you're quote-unquote good, and if you don't, you're bad. It's only about the narrative. That's why when the Jews in New York City were going against the mask mandates, they were literally being sprayed by a fire hose, and it looked like little gargamel's were flying in the air, and no one called it anti-Semitic. You understand? See, this is when things are fucking hilarious because I try to figure these things out. Okay, so you have um, what was the guy's name? Um, Cuomo ordered the the spraying dude. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen, but a little horrifying because. The Hasids in New York City were not going along with the mask mandates because in their religion, the actual religion that they follow, if you wear a mask, it's like shame. It's like a a sign that you're wicked or something. So they wouldn't do it. And the state of New York City was going after them. And they were fucking, there was one day where they were spraying them with a fire hose and they were all dressing like, you know, they dress like Gargamel and one of them just flying in the air and that like CNN would if that was really if they really believed that anti-Jewness is bad that would have been played like January 6th all day long it's like you had the state using a fire hose like reminiscent of the 60s civil rights movement spraying Jews who refused to wear a mask and I was like why don't they oh they don't care about fucking Jews they care about the narrative So when you have a group of people going against the narrative, they're bad. And if you're for the narrative, you're good. And the narrative keeps changing and has no roots in reality at all. That's what it actually is. Okay, so. um, Okay, the two main binaries are narrative and anti-narrative and then victim consciousness people versus victory consciousness people. All of this makes way more sense when you think in those terms. Think of how recently the narrative claimed that only white men can be racist because they have power. Obviously, that doesn't apply to Kanye because he is going against the Zionist narrative that constantly changes. The system rewards zombies that are increasingly becoming physically and mentally ill. And this is very important. Never forget, the dark rider hates those who serve him the most. Me and Vox Day bonded early on in our friendship based on our love of Susan Cooper's The Dark is Rising series. Um, because it, it really encapsulates evil very well. One thing that people should understand is that you can't serve evil because it will hurt you. It doesn't love you. So if you serve evil, you will be rewarded with empty... It's almost like in C.S. Lewis, when um, when that one kid... Uh Man, why don't I remember his name? I should remember... Damon? No. I can't remember the kid's name. But when he was given the Turkish delight from the White Queen, he was just stuffing his face with it, but it was empty. He couldn't get full. It's like McDonald's food. And it's like that with the rewards of the Dark Rider. The Dark Rider will will, will give you... Uh, but as soon as you no longer are useful or entertaining to the Dark Rider, without a moment's thought, throw you to the ground. Edward. Yeah, but it wasn't... It was. Was it Edward? No, it was a version of Edver- Edward. Wasn't it like Edmund? It was Edmund. Thank you for that, though, Blue Bunny. The devil tempted Jesus. It's Edmund, I believe. Yeah, Edmund, yeah. But it wasn't his to give. He, was, he just wanted the Father to feel pain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like a guy like um, Andy Cohen, so this is going to help you understand these people. So he openly says, I am racist. I hate white people. Kanye West has never said he hated Jews. He never said he wanted violence against Jews. He's pointing out uh, how Hollywood works. And don't get me wrong, I'm not super supportive of him. Do you guys know how short Kanye West is, by the way? And I'll get to that. And I think part of this has to do with Pete Davidson being Jewish with a huge dick. I don't think it's as pure of a mission as I, I once thought. But anyway... Um, so he will have no shame in this because he's serving the narrative in 2016 the narrative was to hate white people whatever white is defined as even though andy cohen by all definitions is a white person he has white skin you would easily mistake him for a russian an italian you know it, it, there's no um, and so anyway And then here, he's immediately saying that something wrong, there's something inherently wrong with hating a group of people. And he will feel no shame in this hypocrisy because he doesn't serve the truth. And it's not just Jews who do this. You'll see this everywhere. He doesn't serve the truth. He serves the narrative. And the narrative is whatever they tell it to be. And as soon as the narrative no longer finds Andy Cohen useful... And I believe the narrative is no longer finding Jewish people useful. And I don't think it's going to get real bad for them. Like, I don't think it's going to... I think it's just going to get, like, post 9-11 for Muslims. Like, um, I think they're going to get a lot of dirty looks and people aren't going to like them very much. But I don't think it's, like, camps and shit. I don't perceive that. I think the camps will come when starving people... Um, want free food. And so that's, uh, that's why I encourage people to garden and shrink their supply chains and have communities. But I think what's going to have, it's like what Jews are facing in my opinion is like, is what Muslims faced in America post 2001, where they're going to be scapegoated, but not like line them up and shoot them or anything. It's going to be just kind of like, Persian Jew says, looking like an Arab after 9-11 sucked. I definitely don't want that for anyone. Yeah, yeah, totally. It was like, but you didn't get put in a camp or shot or anything. Um, You know, you just, it was kind of like, I want to know what it'll be like. It'd be like being someone who wouldn't wear a mask. Like, I know what that feels like. Everywhere I went, I wouldn't wear a mask during COVID. And people just look at you like, ugh. And so the financial collapse, I think, is going to be blamed on Jews. But I don't think there's going to be systemic like legal violence against jews i just think people are going to look at you like you know like oh this fucking guy and i think it's going to be mostly poor black people doing it that's my uh that's my uh that's my uh opinion i could be wrong but that's uh that's pretty much what i'm thinking looking like an arab always sucks i don't think so i think Arabs, stay, like arabs have a good vibe um You can always just say you're Mexican if you want to be a coward. All right, moving on. So um, this made me laugh. The easiest caution for Halloween, just wear a mask. You're going as a fucking retard. (laughs) Because that's one thing that um, oppression will help you with is, you know, a lot of good-hearted normal Jews that haven't been oppressed in 80 years uh, or just looked down upon. They'll they'll have they'll bond again. Their, their daughters will marry Jewish guys again and not just keep banging black guys uh, like look at look at our bond like for us not wearing masks and not vaccinating and being called dirty and disgusting and spreading filth and we're responsible for all this death and just like the, the like but look at the bond we, we have now it's fine you know. The, the the Steven Spielberg, there's a giant shark in the water all the time and everyone's going to a camp to to be, like, masturbated to death and then gassed is bullshit. That's not going to happen. I get, but random acts of violence, maybe. Uh, being looked at like you're the bad man. Persian Jew. Um, what are you guys talking about? And I, and I, I don't know if you... Because this is super interesting and this is clearly... Clearly, the th- like the narrative right now has to do with Jews. And I, I just think we're so set up to cover this properly. I'm very excited. Yeah, like, look at this. This wouldn't have happened if we didn't have uh, pushback. Jason Lingren doing his presentation at Flattoberfest just now, said Owen Benjamin and the Bears are the best examples of how to avoid the NWO. Said Bearfest was full of the best people ever assembled. That's true. And, you know, I don't even like... Anti-Semitism anymore. It's starting to jump the shark. I was doing a live stream last night, and Amy made me laugh. She said that I was an anti-Semite, anti-Semitic, like I'm a hipster about anti-Semitism. Where I liked it when it was kind of secretive, and like no one knew it, and everybody, and and like only a small handful of people knew, like who owns the media and all this stuff. And now it's like this low IQ, low vibrational catch-all excuse for everyone's problems. People are just going to push back when a Jay claims victim privilege. Yeah, and it'll be good for Jews. It'll be good for you guys. Because wearing the Holocaust cloak has not been good for your, uh, for your um, culture. And I was talking about how much it must have sucked to be, because you don't want things normalized. The minute fucking Anderson Cooper does a story about how great Bertaria is, I'm going to be, I'm going to be uh, like that. That means we're done. Persian Jews says, "BB, not to derail off the Jews, but are you looking at the Justice Department announcement in 15 minutes? Rumor is they're banning TikTok, but who knows? No, I don't, I don't even have cable TV. If, if somebody memes it, I'll, I'll know the news. <laughs> if Paul from Pockets covers it, I don't, I don't pay attention from that. I don't pay attention to that. Um, you know. Stop spilling the beans. You're the last stream was so funny. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, last night's stream is super funny. You can, you can watch it on unauthorized.tv. But um, because imagine being gay in the 80s. Like, l- let me show you something. Like, it must have been a blast. Like, not to be a dick. Uh, Like, hang on. Not to sound weird. Like, I'm not encouraging. Uh, I'm not encouraging homosexuality at all. In fact, it's the worst time to ever to ever be gay ever, you know, like imagine, imagine, you know, hang on a second. Where is it? Like imagine being gay in the 80s, everyone's ripped, you know, it's underground, no one know, like you can't tell anybody or, you know, like here's, here's Top Gun, like, you know, this movie's about a gay guy. You know, that woman's a lesbian and Tom Cruise is gay, right? And everyone knows that Top Gun has constant innuendos that reference 80s bathhouse behavior. To be the Top Gun. You know, Iceman. I need some butts. You know, all that stuff. And so imagine how fun that would be. Um, Oh, hang on a second. Let Let me just read this. So. Hollywood Talent Agency CAA stops representing Kanye LA Times. Yeah, yeah. That happened to me too, bud. <laughs> yeah, Kanye is trying to catch up to me, but you know, I get it. He's going to have a rough ride when he realizes the entire black culture was created by Jews. Anyway, imagine how fun it was to be gay in the 80s. There, there was like everyone was ripped. You know, no one accepted you. You felt like they were they were hypocrites. You know, the churches, they're all like cheating on each other and molesting kids, but yet they tell you you're going to hell and you just have to go to underground clubs and work out and do meth. And it was hard to get meth, you know? And, you know, you you knew you were going to die young, but you felt kind of like a vampire. And then it starts getting normalized. At first, there's like this huge euphoria. Like, finally, we can come out from the shadows. And then look at 2022. Every gay guy is fat and whiny, and corporations are pandering to you. Can you imagine being like an 80s ripped gay guy and time traveling right now to see what's happened? Where you can get meth at Walgreens. You know, little kids at school back in the day, you know, like now teachers are like, hey, Timmy, you're a little fidgety, you want some meth? Right? Back in the day, you had to know a guy who knew a guy. Granted, I've never even done meth. I'm just, I can put myself in the shoes. Yeah, gays had constant Kenny Loggins montage. Imagine how funny it must have been to be a gay in the 80s and watching people uh, go to the movies and watch The Lost Boys and they had no idea it's just about gay guys. Or like, uh, listen to the Pet Shop Boys. I got the looks, you got the money, let's make lots of money or whatever. And and you're just sitting back laughing with your gay buddies and, and no one understands you and you can't fit in. And then... Ellen DeGeneres and all these people, and now Mickey Mouse is patting you on the head like, "Ho oh, ho ho, good little Sodomard, Ho 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 ho, right? And now you go to a gay bar, and it's just fat, whiny, entitled, married guys, and you're like, "Holy shit, it's hell!" Right? It's hell. You just... and I, th- I feel like the same things happened And I, um, Tony G- Top Gun was directed by British poofter Tony Scott. Guys, Goodwill Hunting is about uh, a daddy and his twink. It's directed by one of the gayest men in the world. Gus Van Zandt is one of the gayest men in the world. Like all, like the entire movie of Goodwill Hunting. And think about how exciting it must have been for the gays back then. To see all these normal people go and cry at the, it's not your fault, it's not your fault, as they slowly embrace. It's not your fault, it's not your fault. And, And the gays are like, oh my God, it's about a daddy and his twink, right? And, uh... And, and now it's like all these movies are about like gay pride and they're like, no, hate us. If you don't hate us, we just get fat and boring, right? And I feel the same way about anti-Semitism. It's like, you know, literally six months ago, I was happy when people called me an anti-Semitic comedian because all that means is funny. Because being called an anti-Semitic comedian simply means you're not a pussy. It means you'll make fun of everybody, which is great. Like, that was good advertising for me. Now, because of all this mainstreaming of anti-Semitism, it's, like, embarrassing. You know, anti-Semitism used to be fun. It was about, like, connecting dots with people, and you couldn't talk about it if you're like, oh, do you know Big pharma's owned by Jews, and all the media? It's like, oh, banking? And everyone's like, oh, yeah. And then you're like, oh, the record industry, Hollywood. and And then now it's just like, Everyone's like, oh, the Jews. I'm like, no, but not all Jews. I might start wearing a fucking yarmulke. I'm going the other direction. Because Kanye West is starting to make it not fun. Because, okay, here's the reality. BET, Black Entertainment, was created by that guy. He created it. Liar Cohen, Rick Rubin, all those guys. They made all your music. They make all your entertainment. They own, uh, like when, when, when the blacks were paying 200 bucks for Tommy Hilfiger... Tommy Hilfiger's Jewish. Uh, all of them, all of the fashion icons are Jewish. Chanel and, and all, like, all of them are Jewish. I love the Jews, says Copper. I, I do now. I mean, it's so fucking gay to hate the Jews now. It's like, because now it's all these. So, what Kanye West is saying is he's saying, okay, these Jews worked their ass off to slowly build black. Andrew Tate converted to Islam today, too. Jesus Christ. What a mess. It's like, um, I'm Islamic now, mate. I'm sell me whores. I would laugh so hard if you wear a kippah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm in. Like, now that everyone hates Jews, like everyone hates Jews. And I'm like, oh, do you hear who owns the banks? So they're like, oh yeah, Jews. That's why I can't get a boner. I'm like, no, it's because you're fat. That's why you can't get a boner. It's like, no, no, if the Jews are putting stuff in my food, I'm like oh my God, then grow your own fucking food, you whiny bitch, right? In the 80s, the gays were always like exciting. You didn't know who was gay. Just a guy who was always working out and pretty distant from dating. And now it's like, I'm gay. Give me free money from the government. And meanwhile, back in the day when you were gay, you could just get, you could just bang all night and no one ever asked you to marry him. You're a vampire, and you're probably going to die of AIDS at 30, right? It was exciting. This is so fucking funny. It's true. I don't want to be called an anti-Semitic comedian anymore because now I'm going to be associated with these, these fucking hacks. So now it's going to become, Do you want to know what happened? The Jews fucking corporatized anti-Semitism. And now it's going to be like this whole thing where it's, it was so much better when you're like, dude, early life on Wikipedia. Everyone's like, what? Like, watch this! Like, watch this shit!" All right, they're, dude. It's and I, this is so. It's so true though, and it's not about a movement. It's not about hurting Jews. It's about knowing what they're up to, right? It's about knowing something that other people don't know. Like, I was at a, a get together yesterday for a birthday. Oh, by the way, me and um, me and Benny and Board Game Bear are gonna shoot a scene with. The, we're gonna shoot the synapse scene. I I, I just I'm not right. Ru- I haven't made much progress writing the whole movie, but we're gonna shoot that fucking scene that I'm obsessed with. I'm gonna be the uh, the cinep guy, and Benny Wills uh, is gonna be the, uh, the 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 guy who just did the uh, the coffee thing. He's gonna be the conspiracy theorist, and I'm gonna be the old man. All right, I'm at a transgender therapist, and he said that most people are claiming to be transgender just because of their weight. Imagine, imagine how infuriating that would be. Okay, so anyway, uh, you know, as it mainstreams, Jew hate is going to become so stupid because it was never about hate. It was about the music, man. You know, it was like, it was never about hating them. It was about knowing what they're up to. Like imagine back in the day, like being gay. And then they fucking made it corporate. And now it's the worst life ever. Granted it used to suck too, but at least you were ripped and, and you had a network and, you know. Can you imagine how much would, it would suck if it was like, Oreo cookie sponsors Beartaria. Wouldn't you be like, this sucks. Something bad happened, right? Um, old school trannies or tick to, oh yeah, yeah. It's all so bad, dude. It's all so, every time they normalize something, it destroys that group. And, and (sighs) anti-Semites now have to deal with the fact that it's like, it's not going to be fun anymore because now everybody, everybody's constantly talking about, oh, who do you think runs wall street? Oh, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh my God, dude. You know, in the Pierce Morgan interview, he also referenced dinosaurs being fake too. Yeah, me and my buddy had a theory that the reason that all my Instagrams were deleted on the same day is because he was watching my shit and looking at it. The odds of that, I have no idea. But think about if you run networks and you can see who's looking at what page and you have like a prominent, because some of the shit he's saying is right out of stuff I said. And I know that a lot of this anti-Semitism is obvious to anyone who fucking just looks at how, yeah, hippies were cool in 65, by 70 they were the worst. Oh my God, and that's what's happening to anti-Semitism. It's like, remember just two years ago, if you met another dude who was like talking about the Jews, you're like, this guy gets it. And now you're like, are you one of those weirdos that like blames the Jews for your problems? Unbelievable. Early adapter anti-Semite. Yeah, yeah. Because it's also not about Hitler. It's also not about Nazis. Like that's, how, that's why you know that these guys have jumped the dreidel. Look at this. You see these guys doing that? Adolf Hitler was funded by JP Morgan. Real old school punk rock anti-Semites know this shit. We knew it. We knew that the entire Nazi movement was controlled op. And I know that some of my guys on BitChute are going to be mad at me for that. Oh, we call ourselves national socialists and Hitler wanted to make the world a better place. No Germans were trying to make their culture a better place. Germans, that whole narrative is bullshit The the Roman salute. Okay. Like part of my sketch is that for the synop thing is that I'm like hundreds of years old and, uh, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, well, part, two of the jokes is that I was back with Stalin and Nazi uh, and Hitler and we were, you know, comedians obviously. And cuz Stalin was 4 foot 11. Did you guys know that or 5 foot 1? And Stalin means man of steel. I'm like, we we named a dwarf man of steel. And we made the German nationalist from Austria. <laughs> and the whole thing was that they all jumped the dreidel where it's like I was all about the jokes and they started getting about power like they actually wanted to be politicians you know we named a dwarf man of steel and we made the German nationalist from Austria a vegetarian with no kids and uh, and we're all having a huge laugh and then they started slowly being like is, is, you know I, I actually want to win the war and I'm like no it's about humiliating the people with a fupa yeah yeah I'm still fine I'll oh, that's fine I mean, as an underdog, I understand why people like Adolf Hitler, because everyone, because he seems like the guy that doesn't get a fair, like a fair, because he's so demonized. It's the same thing with Trump. They're so demonized that you instinctively want to defend them because it's unfair how much he's being attacked. Like, so the allies and Winston Churchill, who's in debt to the Rothschilds and FDR, who's literally a disgusting, despicable war criminal and. All these people are the good guys, but yet Adolf Hitler's the bad guy in a war that everyone's doing bad shit in. So you instinctively want to be like, oh no, what's the real story? The real story is they're all funded by the same fucking people. And it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, if you really take a a wide enough view, it is that, that show on, on Netflix, like I'll show you right now, this, have you seen Squid Game? It's this crazy show about people in debt signing up to kill each other to entertain the rich. Anyway, let's get you enlisted. That's what it is, dude. Like right now the Warner group in, uh, or the Wagner group in Russia is taking lifers, like life criminals, and they'll wipe your, if you survive six months in war, they'll wipe your, uh, your record. It's Squid Game. So imagine you're a eugenicist and you wanna kill a ton of fucking German men, You get someone to fire them up to run into uh, artillery. You know, you you can't, like, if you look at what America tried to do in Iraq, you can't take over an unwilling population. Like, let's say England and America and all that, they they invaded Germany and Germany didn't want to be taken over. They would, over time, they'd have to leave, just like Afghanistan. If you go out into the, the theater of war, And you're a bad actor. (laughs) You also can't win a war if you're not planning to live there. Exactly, exactly. So I'm not going to play armchair. I mean, who knows? Maybe Uncle Adolf thought he could win. And, you know, um, Churchill's cutting off trade routes and blah, blah. It's all the same shit you're watching right now with Russia-Ukraine. On one level, it makes sense that Germany had to invade because if not, they would have been starved out of the uh, you know, see and then trade, but in the end of the day, you don't have to do that. You don't have to go to war. You at no point have to line up and shoot each other based on what color jacket you're wearing. You really don't. Oh, well they would have come. And then you, you do it. Afghanistan, Vietnam, all these people that built that beat America, you just guerrilla kill them and you don't submit. And that's it. In my opinion. Uh, so that's my advice for, cause I know they're trying to drum up a world war three to blame all the economic collapses on, on war. And you know, like we're right now, my family's listening to the audiobook of farmer boy. It was sent, sent, in 1866 near Malone, New York. It was, um, Wilder, uh, what's her name? Uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder's husband is based on his life. They never referenced the civil war. They never re- referenced the civil war. It didn't affect them at all. Everything was about breaking calves and making maple syrup. And it, I mean, so much of the book, it's hilarious because we're pretty hungry uh, driving home. And it's like food porn. It's like talking about all the food that they make every day from their farm. Several things Yee said made me think he's watching the stream. Yeah, I'd say the odds are pretty high. Because some some pretty influential people that will go unnamed, I do know for a fact... Have watched the streams like you guys saw that Jim Brewer um, video before he took it down like he was like man you really helped wake me up and blah 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 and I had no idea that he was watching the streams and that happens a lot and so when you see Kanye West talking about dinosaurs being fake and Zionist media and all this it's like there wasn't that many people talking about it sure there's some but not in the way I was doing it like if you or listening to Adam Green? Your angle is probably a lot more like all religions are bad, or like if you're listening, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't say the odds are even over 50, but I think the odds are definitely not zero. Do you think he is being honest right now? Well, he's just so short. I mean, look at this. So I dug this up, and I- he can't battle the JQ unless he battles the HQ. That's not headquarters. Tight question. Almanzo was always hungry. He was always hungry. Almanzo was always hungry. Adam Green is one dimensional. I like him. I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying like you can kind of you can kind of feel where someone gets their anti-Semitism from, you know, like when you're getting anti-Semitism from Nick Fuentes, you're angry and you're wearing a Hawaii shirt and nothing matters and you're nihilistic and you just want to be sarcastic and wave your hands around like a fag, right? Adam Green, when you're getting your anti-Semitism from Adam Green, it's a lot more about the uh, two pillars of Jews and Christians going back and forth and trying to erect the Third Temple and Noahide laws and all that. When you get your anti-Semitism from me, you start farming and you buy land and you're like, it's all about not being dependent on the system. And, you know, it all depends where you're getting it. And see, I don't even want to be considered anti-Semitic anymore. Exactly. You can tell the musical influence. yeah, yeah. What flavor is your anti-Semitism? My anti-Semitism is just acknowledging that people who call themselves Jews run every major system in the West. And if you want to call out their sex crimes, their financial crimes, you have to build alternatives or else they're going to fuck you over. And a lot and a lot of Jews aren't in on it and a lot of Jews aren't benefiting from it. But the people who are running it are doing a, a good cop, bad cop shell game. You know, there's the war Jews and the sodomy Jews, and they kind of go back and forth. You have Ben Shapiro. Oh, Ben Shapiro, you know, totally against sodomy, but we got to drop bombs on Muslims. And then you have this, the sodomy Jews. They're like, oh, my God, being a Jew is all about getting sucked off by a goat. I'm against war. And they just and they just go back and forth, bringing your society to hell. But you're accepting it. You're going into debt. You're accepting usury, blah, blah. And so my my form of anti-Semitism was always about personal accountability and and showing Jews that we don't actually hate them because a lot of the horror that the Jews do is because they think if they don't, society's going to come get them. You know, a lot of people do the worst shit when they're scared. And so my whole thing is always friend of the Jew, enemy of the grabber, right? It's like the difference between a baby boomer and a baby bloomer. Given new a new road. Being right now being 68 years old does not make you a bad person. Identifying as a baby boomer and constantly telling everyone how much grit you had that brought you to the moon does make you a bad person pretty much. Uh and uh and so that's what I always like my my old school punk rock anti-semitism was like about freeing people. You know, it was about the music, man. You know, it wasn't about hatred or blaming. It was about like, it was about showing the liability shields of the word Jew. And that's why so many Jews here are so loyal to me. Because I, Otis, come on. Otis would comment like, as a Jew, I never knew why my dad was such a, you know, why my family operated this way and why everybody was neurotic. And now I get it. You guys, six million of you did not die in gas chambers. That's a, that's a fear tactic to make you guys always afraid. Oh, they're coming. Oh my God, someone did a Roman salute. Oh, they're gonna put us in a gas chamber. Oh, they're gonna get, no, they're not. Your worst case scenario is happening because of the horrible behavior from the fear. And the worst case scenario is, people are just gonna look at you like you suck on, on, uh, on subways. No one's gonna listen to you complain. And the poorest of the cities will potentially feel no guilt, robbing you and punching you. That's pretty much what you're facing. And that's it. You're also facing a world that, um, is now aware of your loyal to the max Otis. your sneaky little business practices and how, uh, you know, your little mergers and acquisitions work and how you benefit each other. And uh, that's it. That's literally what you're facing. The Steven Spielberg turn you into soap, stuck, shoot babies with bayonets and all that, factually not possible, did not happen. That's not how society works. Now, now, if you're a hyper-dependent Jew in a city and the financial world collapses and you don't have friends and you don't have a community and you haven't fleed because you're holding on to your grand piano, me and that one dude, that Costa Rican Jew that I was... Uh, that was at Censor TV that I had that hilarious uh, interview with where I was like really intense with him when he was like justifying Gavin pretending to be raided by the FBI. He was laughing because it's true. Like a lot of the Jews that face persecution are the ones that refuse to leave the dumbest shit behind, you know, like in uh, Poland, Germany, these places did face anti-Semitism. They did face um, persecution and a lot of the smart ones left. I'm not saying the ones who died are all dumb, but they'd be like, you know, they'd be like, Mort, we got to get out of here. Things are heating up, and and Mort'd be like, eh, hey, I don't, I don't want to leave my piano. Things will be fine. It's like, nah, yeah, they're they're really heating up. <laughs> and the thing about yeah, Joshua Cash, yeah, and Toronto Jubert was posting from this uh, book this morning. He's reading about Anne Frank, because these genuine historians are trying to get to the bottom of Anne Frank, and they keep hitting roadblocks because. There was no Anne Frank, right? And he's learning that a lot of the Jewish councils were the ones selling it to their own people, like the Crowders and the Shapiros. So this is what the Germans want? Oh shit, I guess we have to stitch on the the special boy star. And so they were in cahoots with the Nazis or whatever, National Socialists, whatever you want to call yourselves. And so the, the Jews sold themselves out As a group. But Americans are doing the same thing now. I'm not saying it's just a Jew thing. People, you know, people without morality, people that are going for power and not truth, they always end up doing that. Yeah, there's been so many leave Babylon, you people moments. Yeah, they get addicted to mammon. And so you may face camps and extreme persecution if But it's not because you're a Jew. It's because you're dependent. You'd be shoulder to shoulder. That's why the camps in, uh, you know, uh, in the quote unquote Holocaust were like, and of course no one ever talks about the Catholics and the gypsies and the gays and all the, it was just the dregs of society. No offense Jews, but that's kind of what it was. It's, it's, and it wasn't because you're, you're bad or like you weren't smart. It's like that you were dependent and once the allies bombed the supply lines and all that, what are you going to do? The, the rural wasn't affected. You know, 1866 Malone, New York, and I went to college right near there. It's a brutal environment, but those people did not face one iota of uh, civil war action or anything. They didn't, it wasn't even in their world. And... um and there was a lot in the South that were the same way, a lot in the Midwest. There was some areas like uh, Sherman's March, where he did some really bad stuff to uh, to some people that wanted to be left alone in the South. I'm not taking away that, you know, the the uh, make Georgia howl and all that. There's testimony that there was some legitimate war crimes happening in parts of the South. But parts, a lot of the South was unaffected, unless you needed supply chains. That's That's what it was. And so... The persecution you're gonna feel is as follows. I figured it out. It's gonna be like Muslims after 9-11. That's it. It's gonna suck. It's gonna be like not wearing a mask uh, during COVID. No one's gonna think you're special. No one's gonna to wanna to hear you bitch. You've annoyed everybody, except for people directly on your payroll. Okay, so that's it. And, and for everybody else, I, I, I promise you, and you know I bet, damn near close to 1,000 when it comes to PSYOPs. Um, actually persecuting Jews based on their race or religion will backfire on you tremendously. It's a honeypot. It's 100% a honeypot. They're trying to gather up retards. It's like when the, uh, people always say the feds, I'm not going to always pin it on the feds, NGOs that sometimes work with the FBI, blah, blah, blah. Like they'll get one or two crazy guys that are working for them to be like, hey, everybody, we got to go kidnap the governor. And then they'll get like one retard to join and everyone else is like in on it. And then they'll just arrest that guy and get like a bonus, (laughs) you know? And so if you're looking at the Goyam Defense League, that's no different than the Patriot right or Antifa. Antifa is a honeypot, guys. I know a lot of right wing wants to think that they all skated away with, with no problems, but... Tons of the members of Black Lives Matter and Antifa are now either dead or in prison. I looked into it. I wanted to know what the hell happened to these people, and it's always a uh, a honeypot. They're always trying to gather up retard. So if if someone's saying, "Hear ye, hear ye! It's time to it's time to go with the Jews. Come on, everyone, get in my van. You're going to prison or you're going to die. It might take a year, two years, three years, but why would you do that? that, that they don't actually do anything to you. They're just whiny and feminine. Hear ye. Yeah, I get it. God, I know what I'm up to. Should B all the labels are traps? They're all fucking traps. Nobody ever is going to sign off on like, we're really going hard at these homesteaders. It's not, we're not programmed. That's why all these people, all these cocks that are always saying shit to me like, oh, enjoy your garden until the commies stomp on it and steal it. What's the point? Okay, you keep making excuses and being dependent and in despair and see who who wins this little game called life. It's really, really hard to get people to sign off on actual persecution. Like actual, not like being spit at or called names on a subway. Um, of people that are just working the land. Uh, pushing fear of China... Oh, dude. And and the Asians, the Indians, it's all going to come from people that aren't quote unquote white. This is a great time to be white. Not that there is such a thing, but you know what I'm saying? Like to be white and like us, a lot of us like to just kind of get it, but do our job and pay our taxes and want to have a big family. It's never been better because they have to deal with the Indians now and the Chinese and the Pakistanis and the angry Arabs that have been bombed for fucking 20 years. And the blacks and the fucking dude they they have so they're going to be so busy putting out actual fires that the last thing they're going to do is be like did you hear owen benjamin as a grappler mask <laughs> it's always a great time to be white just saying. i know but it's going to be a little easier these days because there's they're going to come hard at the blacks and don't think for a second that feeding them Cardi B, free debt, free loans, uh, you know, access to urban jobs above white people, um, you know, being treated as a victim when you have a terrible life, having been making a statue when you're a fentanyl addict out of you, right? That's how they keep them enslaved. That's actually how they keep them enslaved. Never forget that BET was made by uh, Sumner Redstone. Their entire... Fucking culture is fake. So is white culture. So is white. So is like uh. You got to go far far back. Homesteading. Uh, you know, baseball, apple pie, home remedies, canning uh, tomatoes, um, original Christianity. That type of shit is ours. But it's like uh, you know, uh, being armed, the Constitution. Uh, fixing your car with your neighbors, you know, feeling like you can get through problems without money. Like that's all ours. But like, you know, fucking every major Maroon five and Kenny Chesney, like that's all owned by these guys. It's all, not only is it owned, it's written by them. All of it. Original bluegrass was fine. Yeah. Yeah. No guitar, banjo, violin, piano. These are still our shit. Classical music, uh, folk music—they didn't make that. The blacks have to go back to when they were called Negroes to start rebuilding, and I'm not kidding. They think about the genius of these people. Black is associated with evil, black magic, black death, um, black Friday, black—you uh, know, black mass, black pope, black whatever. They got all these people to think that Negro is bad. And black is good. You want to know why they did that? It was like taking Corona to COVID-19 because they own the patent on it. They own the trademark. So black entertainment television, swear to God, Negro entertainment television, ironically called Net, (laughs) because that's how they used to catch the poor bastards, right? Black death. But yeah, Negro is actually more empowering. So is Aryan. But Aryan has been uh, attempted to be co-opted and Caucasian, American... I like, to, I like to call myself Northern Rural. <laughs> That's why I created Bertaria, guys. Because you, if you name it, you can claim it, right? If you build it you can and protect it, then it's yours. Yeah, Bertaria, exactly. Because all these things are, are like, all these identities, when you allow in debt, like when this guy is paying you, when this sneaky little bastard is paying you, bear in mind, he was proud of that picture. He was like, You're so fucking handsome. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. The worst is African-American, not from Africa. I know Elon Musk is an African-American. African-American is retarded. Black Friday when the Jews make all their money. (laughs) That's hilarious. Dude, they're going to be facing some problems, guys. So you don't need to. So this is the scene when Kanye West realizes that his uh, his entire culture is a fraud. Because the white culture is just as fraudulent.
1: Earning teeth for Jesus and the brides of Dracula, and the codes and the music. I found the tunnels and the bomb shelter. OK. So what does it all mean? Come and sit down. Here. Bain's Fender Mustang guitar? Oh, I don't know. Probably. I don't remember. I have so many things. Can I pick it up? Uh, I don't always worry what the message is. I just pass it along. I slip it between the notes, hide it away from people that know it's there. You're saying you've done this before? Codes? I wrote the music your dad grew up to. Half of what you sang along to as a kid, and I'm still doing it. These teenagers are dancing to my music. I want it that way. (laughs) Tell me why. You're telling me there's hidden messages in old pop songs? Movies, television shows, everything you know. Why? That's pop culture, isn't it? Floats away like tissue paper. Yeah, I blow my nose. I find a used Kleenex, I recycle it, and there is your wedding song. Here it comes. I want to know what love is. (laughs) And I want you to show me. What are the tunnels for? Is there going to be a war? Oh, hell, I don't know. I'm just trying to make a living, earn a few dollars. Well, you have everything.
0: No. That's awesome acting. So, uh, let me just give commentary on it so I'm not just playing it. Is it worth watching? No, it's a real creepy movie. Just watch this scene. This is it. The rest of the movie is just bullshit. The rest of the movie's written by that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so this scene's right on the money. It's like, that's pretty much what the Jays do. He's, they're just trying to make a few dollars and pass a message along. Right? And that's it. And, and you and you can become violently angry when you realize that uh, your world is fake, but you wanted it. You, you know... Nirvana sang a song called rape me rape me rape me it just says rape me over and over again and people let their kids listen to it So it's on you and it is So uh, parts of the Talmud are true. It's like if you accept it. That's it. It's on you now. It's been passed on And guys every single song written by, you know, Justin Bieber all Katy Perry, it's all this they never, it's not real art. That's why I'm so pumped about people like Anger Bear and Hometown Bear and all the, all the stuff we do here is because it's real art. None of this is authentic art. It's all corporatized where they have a message to send to you. That's why tomorrow I'm going to talk about the Wizard of Oz, the entire things about the financial system. And I've talked about it before, but I have new revelations to it. Like they liquidated the witch, <laughs> the Wizard of Ounce. Uh, the Emerald City of the Greenback. It's uh, they put messages in it because it's a way to subdue your subconscious. It's uh it's a way to control people. And so watch this. It gets this scene is just so this scene is what inspired me to write synapse the the uh, the synapse scene where it's the guy behind the fact that society is a joke, like all the jokes of society. You know, TikTok wastes your time. Breaking CAA announces it dropped Kanye. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. Um, you know, but I mean, do they have a point? Yeah. All his money, all his fame was given to him by these people. You don't get it both. You don't get both, Kanye. And I had to face that, man. If Kanye, if Ye is really being honest and he's on a real journey, which is possible, um, it's not yours to take. You don't, you didn't earn this fame and money. Your fancy Lamborghini Escalade or whatever that you have. You know, people tell me about this. I've been getting a lot of info about Kanye. He's got like, he's really materialistic and really short. And if you want to be the big man when you're physically not big, like in, in, in nature, you would have already been dead. You'd been eaten. If you want to talk that shit, you know. But if you want to be exalted and made rich and have people listen to you, and listen to you rap. You, you got to sing about killing niggers and, and crack and, and, you know, getting that ass and selling that bitch. You know, listen to your boy Jay-Z, man. He's not lying to you. If you want to be successful in that world, you got to do what these motherfuckers tell you to do. And if not, give it back. CAA didn't kill him. They just said, we're not going to represent you anymore. Kanye West has no right to be represented by CAA. Neither did I. CAA dropped me too when I went against trans kids. If you go against their narrative, if you go and they're serving the narrative, they don't get to write the narrative. Ben Shapiro tweeted the other day, well, if Kanye West gets to be anti Semitic, does that mean I get to say the N word? That's funny for a variety of reasons. One, it means he's not allowed to say nigger. Two, he wants to, which makes me laugh. And it'll make me laugh to stay warm in the winter. It's so funny. Can you imagine Ben Shapiro calling a black guy a nigger? He wants to. He's saying, does that mean I get allowed to say nigger now? That's what he's saying. So that means you want to, Ben, and you're not allowed to. Because they're serving the narrative, his story, history. I don't know if that's really what it means. He's you know, it's probably back to Latin. But uh, it's funny how like little truth drops just drop. His story doesn't go to a language where his is a pronoun. But that being said, there's something there. And so if Kanye West wants to have his fancy, his, his, you know, his giant house and his Escalade and all that, then you better rap about niggers, bro. Call yourself a nigger. Be offended at the word nigger. You know, it's all about getting money and fucking bitches and, you know, being from the streets and how bad you have it. And sell overpriced bullshit you know, you get your 5%, your 6%. That's all you deserve, Kanye. You want to be a real boy? You want to be a real man? You got to fucking make your own thing. This guy has no obligation to give you anything, Kanye. And and frankly, they're offended by you. And they should be. Like, I'll show you someone who ser- uh, who serves the system. Okay, Mr. Beast, listen to this. Once you hear Mr. Beast say this, you will
1: know the world is about to change. Because I thought Elon Musk gave you a Neuralink, bro. With I what? would love one, by the way. <laughs> after, after the first couple thousand go through, I want one. Yeah. you put one in? Oh, 100%. I would. You'll be able to make so much money that it doesn't matter how much the procedure will cost anyone would be able to afford it. Like, the first few like, would probably go for an absurd amount of money, right? Because like, even if you had zero dollars, you could just hypothetically borrow $100,000 get it, because once you have infinite you know, bandwidth to unlimited knowledge, you could make unlimited money. Big, uh, it doesn't maybe, scare you at all? No, you're like pretty much a robot at that point, though, yeah, but we album. already are. It's crazy. He's like just making people less human, probably for sure. Yeah, if you see what I see, hit the subscribe button.
0: Oh, okay. all right, yeah. all right. You see what I see? It's so scary. It's not scary. He's just pushing the narrative. He's trying to get retards to uh to take Neuralink because Mr. Beast is doing it. Mr. Beast is so smart. That's why I'm breaking these, these uh, sacred cows. The people most rewarded are the ones front running the narrative. Mr. Beast is out there saying. You'll make unlimited money if you get Neuralink. We already are robots. You want to see some more Beast? This is coming to a, to a city near you, brought to you by Mr. Beast himself. Not coming
1: today. Can I pay for my beer and my sausage? Just... Awesome. She'll take
0: you over there. They'll take me. If anybody needs to get groceries on the regular, so you can see through the line. you trying to mind? Mr. Beast is not coming today due to security. Oh. Oh, no, Jesus! No, tell bring his ass back. And, and, and I'm the one to get to tell y'all. So, oh okay, God, Jesus. get him! Anybody intending on getting groceries on the regular, Mr. Beast is not coming today. There are security issues; he can't even get no. here. Yeah, I,
1: mean,
0: I, I didn't even know about this till last night, so I have no idea what's going on. They just called me in. Yeah. Nobody even i do I don't know. So what Mr. Beast does is he does these giveaways and promotions where he promises to give all these poor people, all this free shit. He then gets paid unbelievable amounts of money that he puts into his thing because he's serving the beast. And now he's promoting Neuralink. He's promoting gas-free cars, promoting all the, can you imagine Mr. Beast saying that there's something wrong with giving a three-year-old hormones? Of course he can. not He serves the narrative. And this, this scene, this scene is uh, exactly, is the best dramatic representation of what it means to serve the narrative and what it means to have an artificial culture I've ever seen. Let's just finish this off. And the, and the rage that can happen when you realize it.
1: You know this girl? Well, isn't she pretty? Earth angel, earth angel. She was killed. Well, won't you be mine? Well, I'm the... along with Jefferson Sevens, but I think you already knew that. You know? No, I did not. I don't care what's fashionable or cool. It's all silly and it's all meaningless. I created so many of the things that you care about. The songs that give your life purpose and joy. When you were 15 and rebelling, you were rebelling to my music. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That's one you know. (laughs) That song was not written on distorted guitar. No. I wrote it here on piano somewhere between a blowjob and an omelet. There is no rebellion.
0: Um. Someone said, um, so sick. It, it, it's true. I don't find anything sick that's true. It's like, I don't care what's fashionable or cool because I'm a Jew. No, because he makes what's fashionable or cool. And Kanye West, his job, he's a middle manager to bring fashion and hypnotic messages to niggas in the city. That's it. If he wants to go against that and demand more, then he has to build it himself. He's an employee. And I had to face that. I didn't, I didn't want to face that. When I was mad I got kicked off Twitter, I'm mad I got kicked off this or that. Yeah, this is the revelation most people can't take. So profound. Yeah, you're an employee. I was given money I didn't, I, based on my comedy, assuming I would never go against the narrative. I did not know that. I only realized it when I went against the narrative because I thought we always had the ability to go against the narrative. I was always under the impression the best slaves don't know they're slaves. I was always under the impression that comedians just said whatever was the funniest. It's not true. If, if you say the funniest joke, but it's against the narrative, like my Caitlyn Jenner joke, well, they were running that psyop. Caitlyn Jenner's woman of the year, but hasn't been a woman for a full year, right? Like that joke. I wasn't allowed to do that. And when you go against the narrative, they'll give you one or two chances to apologize and pull back. But if you don't, which I would not do, they ban you and they don't let you in their systems. And that's fine. You know, it's like, it's like, uh, like if you're running a a bar and and, you know, you want someone to leave and they won't respect your rules, then you have a right to kick them out. That's one reason why I've always been so Um, aggressive with the banhammer hammer because I know the rules now. If I, you know, if I follow the narrative that, like for example, Telegram's been great. BitChute's been great. But I'll never back down to stay on those platforms. And as of right now, I haven't crossed any of the lines that they require me to not cross. If I organically find that line, you have my word, I will never back down. But I'm not there. Because whatever lines Bitchute or Telegram have, that I don't cross those because I don't want to. But artistically, I will never... And I feel like Kanye is like that, where artistically, he doesn't want to back down from the truth. Well, then you got to build your own systems because right now, what they do is they find actual artists that can relate to people, that people enjoy, that people like their character, that people like their charisma or their presence or how they've, you know. And so then they... They push them out because the people that control the systems can't create. They can't create. They're empty. Like this guy, Sumner Redstone, has no creative ability in his body. So they get the Kanye West and they're like, dude, they don't sit you down and say you have to serve a Zionist agenda. You have to serve a satanic agenda. Never. They're like, do whatever you do best. And so when you do that, and then they're like, uh, uh, uh. And so, like, and so, if you start going a way they don't like, they it's like you're about to lose everything. And they make it clear subtly. And if you're so autistic that you don't catch the subtleties, like me and Kanye, you just keep going. And then they start banning. You're not allowed to be on Apple. You're not allowed to do that, right? And so, um, and I realize that now. I realize I don't have a right to be on Patreon. You know, as an American citizen, however, I do have a right. Uh, to pursue legal action against people that are breaking the American law, the protections that's I'll never being anarcho-capitalist cause it's the biggest scam ever. That means if you don't control any systems, you're an absolute slave because the American government protects, you know, uh, pro- allegedly there's privacy rights and, uh, consumer rights and all this stuff that unless you agree to it with a private platform, They don't have, they they can potentially go to prison for doing that. He will apologize, I speculate. I don't know. He's so far down now. He's so far in that I don't know if he is going to apologize. I think he's so mad that a big dick black, because I think he's like, he's still black, you know? And so he said this on Charlemagne. My wife is fucking a white boy with a 10 inch penis and you won't help me. And he wants his wife back. And she fucked a Jew with a, allegedly with a 10 inch dick named Pete Davidson, covered in tats, and she humiliated him publicly. So he is a cuckold. You would not, the, the right answer is you never would take, oh, we do it for the kids. If kids see their dad allow their mom to get fucked by a Jew with a huge dick, there's no going back from that. You gotta move on, Kanye. It's over. Yeah, it makes me think he likes it, right? He's a cuckold. Why bring up his dick size? Because he's a, he, it turns him on. The shame probably turns him on. Okay, that's my, that's my uh, opinion. But that's why I'm not like all about Kanye right now. Pierce spent an hour attempting to get apology. He, he didn't budge. Yeah, it's like, that's the thing is he might be getting out of the cuckold phase too. Maybe he's growing. You know, I don't know. He's got to stop wanting Kim Kardashian back because it's humiliating. But if he... I, it doesn't appear like he has any interest in apologizing. I think that, that they crossed some lines with this dude. I'm surprised he hasn't done the obvious mic drop on Pete Davidson. Pete's entire existence is guilt money for 9-11, and he signs off because he took that deal. Actual blood sacrifice for his firefighting father. Yeah, but that's a tricky one because his dad, it appears his dad did actually die, because firefighters did die allegedly in 9-11. Um, I don't know if anyone in the buildings died. I mean, they say they did there. I, I can speculate that they didn't, but, uh, emergency responders died. That's not true. He apologized at the end. No, he apologized for hurting people that might've been innocent. I li- trust me, I've been listening with a fine tooth comb. Um, because this is, you know, it's changing the face of anti-Semitism, which I don't like, I liked it way better when no one knew. Connie in Pierce Morgan. He apologized in a way, I, I listened to it. I, trust me, I, I this is my opinion. Do you want my opinion? He wasn't saying that what he said wasn't true. He was saying he apologized if he caused, caused pain to people, which isn't actually a, an apology. You're saying if I cause pain for people, I apologize for that. He's not saying that Jews don't run Hollywood. He's not saying that his wife didn't get paid money by these foundations to push the vaccine on black people. Um, that's what I mean. Davidson has to know on some level it's a trade off and he's living the richest of guilt money. Yeah, but that's why he's a mess. He's, he's literally scribbling all over his body in tattoos. He has a, he has a tattoo of Hillary Clinton on his body. He's, he's, he's in hell. Pete Davidson's in fucking hell. You wanna hear, wanna see who's not in hell? Uh, Me, check this out. My goats now come when I call them. Think about how cool that is. Watch this shit. Uh, This is a guy who accepted his lot in life. Annie, Annie, come on. Good girl, Annie. Sweet girl Annie. See how great Annie is? So that's that's kinda like what happens when you I, I never would have experienced such a beautiful life if I didn't realize how this all works. Alright, let's keep watching the 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 uh, this movie scene. Cause this is what can happen to society. They freak out.
1: There's only me earning a paycheck. I don't believe you. Well, good, because the real message was not meant for you. So it's better if you just smile and you dance and you enjoy the melody, because this ugly old man, me, I am the voice of your generation, your grandparents, your parents, and all the young people that follow you. I love rock and roll. Drop another dime in the jukebox, baby. (laughs) Oh, look at you. (laughs) Everything that you hoped for, that you dreamed about being a part of, is a fabrication. Your art, your writing, your culture, is the shell of other men's ambitions, ambitions beyond what you will ever understand. (laughs) <laughs> That's funny to you. Well, it's a little bit funny, don't you think? <laughs> because I wrote this, and I wrote this, <laughs> and I wrote this. Stop ah. And I wrote this, too. Stop it! Who's paying you to write these songs? Who's paying you to write these songs? Oh, shit.
0: All right. So uh, that might have been a reference to China. Uh, so then he beats the old man to death. All right. Let's continue. Coynton, super chats? Oh, this is, as you assemble the super chats, this fucking sketch made me laugh hard. When you're performing and another drummer is watching you. made me laugh. It's so fucking true. Uh, I got another video. I just realized I didn't get to yet. Is Jay Dyer related to Wayne? I have no idea what that means. All right. Uh, Check this out. So my entrance into anti-Semitism came when I kept calling out Hollywood pedophiles and they kept calling me an anti-Semite. And now that's happening with the term globalist. Check this out. I believe this happened in England.
1: over the idiotic furlough payment. He
0: did not bankrupt uh, the economy. That's just factually incorrect. He did not bankrupt
1: the economy. Also, may I ask you, Jerry, Jerry, as we carry on, this is very important, Jerry. As we carry on this conversation, please don't use the phrase globalist again, because many of my Jewish listeners will find that incredibly offensive um, because it has also been used at times as uh, a racist put down to the Jewish community. So, So carry on, Jerry. Uh, on, Mike, if you wouldn't mind answering. That's arching... not true. That's not true. I, I don't mean Jewish. If I meant Jewish, I'd say Jewish. I, I globalist did not. Somebody Jerry, Jerry, that... once more, I'm going to give you one more chance. I have explained to you that many members of the Jewish community are offended by that phrase.
0: Please do not use it. So she just basically said, logically, that being a globalist is a racial identity to Jews. They did the same thing to me with pedophilia. I didn't used to put together how many Jewish pedophiles there were. I I was like naming all of them Peck and, and all these ones that no one talks about anymore. Like the director of the, of our uh, usual suspects. And and he was like working with uh what's that guy's name? Brian singer and all these guys Epstein, obviously, but this is before that, um, I'm thankfully I don't have all their names on the tip of my tongue, but people kept saying you're an anti-Semite. And I'm like, no, no, I'm against pedophilia. But I was listing just a ton of Jews and I didn't even, guys, I was so innocent. I was so innocent back then. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, 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 no. And I just kept listing them and they're like, those are all Jews. I'm like, oh shit, you're right. It's the same with globalists. People are like, same with deep state. They're like, oh, the deep state. And someone's like, oh, that's very anti-Semitic," And you're like, oh yeah, they're all, they're all Jews. Same with all the globalists and all the media and all the banking and all the, you know, well, they call themselves Jews. And that it really is a, a tipping point because what that woman just did there was very um, anti-Jew. Because think about all the innocent Jews that are now associated with pedophilia, globalism, collapse, um, deep state, all that. Because there's a ton of Jews that just want to live their life. They have their family, their ideology is, is they don't want to be a hypocrite. Um, you know, they have their traditions. And, and now they're associated with the collapse. Like that guy was like, no, bitch, globalist. And she's like, no, no, racially, that's Jewish. And that offends me. Like it's the same thing with pedophilia. You're like, oh, all these pedophiles are like, no, no, no. That's a, that's a Jewish racial problem you have. They, they like to bang five-year-olds on set. You know, Steven Spielberg, all these guys. And, uh, and that's what you're facing. And it's not, it's not going to end in camps. Well, it will end in camps, but it'll just be desperate, dependent, poor people. And I think a lot of Jews will end up in camps if they don't have uh, supply chains or they don't have uh, communities or if they're reliant on the dollar too much because right now the dollar as predicted is crushing. There's a, there's a, uh, there's a liquidity problem in the world and there's a deflationary pattern happening, obviously. And it's going to start bankrupting countries all over the world and all, uh, but not in America, America, the dollar keeps getting stronger until it will just completely pop. You know, I was talking to a buddy about this and we think what's going to happen is, Deflation, which has been going on for years now. Oh, inflation, it's literally not. Broken supply chains and a lack of labor force and shutting down the economy with a psyop called COVID is why everything got expensive. When you stop the ports because of cold and flu season, gas is gonna go up. All all these conflicts, all the corruption, that's what's causing it. Food went up because they were burning down food distribution plants and not allowing truckers to work. And you know, the, the whiplash effect and all this, the bullwhip effect. And so there's deflation. So money is actually worth more than it was, or currency, the American dollar. I predicted it, obviously. The peak norm was two, five to one. I don't know what that means. But then what they're gonna do is they're gonna use the collapse that hasn't even happened yet, but there's gonna be rising unemployment. Corporations are gonna go out of business. They'll probably have a few marquee corporations go out of business just to show how bad it's getting. You know, some zombie corporations hooked on debt like Avis or something, (laughs) you know? And then, uh, I don't know though. I'm not predicting Avis, but you you guys know what I'm saying. So then there's going to be a lot of pain and then they're going to fucking print like 15 trillion and it's like a junkies last hit. And then it's going to fucking collapse in my opinion. And then you're just going to overnight get something called like fag coin and it's a globalist coin and you're going to have to put your face to like get it. So that's why it's like, you know, and there's going to be pushback and people are going to not, it, it, it's part of fag coin might work in certain ways really well, but what they're going to do is they're going to privatize currency. Well, that's, this is the plan. Hopefully this isn't what happens, but as Jews socially and culturally are doing terribly financially and business wise beyond their wildest expectations, they're accomplishing right now. I the small group um, and that, and, I'll show, oh, I'll show you another scene. You wanna see a movie scene how this all works? Uh, the opening scene of Dark Knight. Watch this. You wanna see how it all works? The thing. Uh, it's layers and each layer eats the previous layer. That's why it appears that the grabbers are losing, but they're getting richer than they've ever gotten by far. But it's just like this. So there's the mask, the COVID mask, right? So it starts with a mask. So here comes in the first level of Grab or Clown, Clown World. First, yeah, it's a pyramid, exactly.
1: Free of a kind, let's do this. That's it. Three guys. Two guys on the roof. Every guy gets a share. Five shares is plenty. Six shares. Don't forget the guy who planned the job. He thinks he can sit it out and still take a slice. I know what they call him, the Joker.
0: So, why do they- so they're already planning to murder the head guy. That's one reason why I believe that uh the Joker gets away with this because there, there's no honor amongst thieves. So there's six piece. So the five that are gonna get the money are already planning on murdering the Joker. So watch this but they all have secret orders.
1: I'm a joker. I heard he wears makeup. Makeup? Yeah, to scare people. You know, war paint.
0: And none of them even know who they're working for. None of them. And the joker is right there listening. Yeah, totally. He's right in the car. There is no, there is no capstone of the pyramid. <laughs> All right. Here
1: comes the. Is it a problem? No, I'm done here.
0: So each layer kills the previous layer. Okay, so you see how this is working, right? This is how you collapse a pyramid. So it appears that the Jews are crushing it, but they're, they're not at all. Every layer is going to be eaten by the previous one until the, little, until the Joker flies away without any contact. And you know how obvious that th- this is when it's in the opening scene of the biggest movie of that year. So everyone has seen and internalized that this is how it works. And how they get away? On school buses want to talk about symbolism. So this is how sin is leveraged. So each man was a murderer. That was part of it. And so as the layers. So once you agree to the immoral inversion of, of this financial system and you're like, yeah, I will sell out my neighbor. I'll lie. I'll rat on somebody. I'll murder. Um, Yeah, it was in 2008, the movie was released right as they did it to the real estate system. But once you take that deal, you're now in that world and someone else, you're always gonna come across a bigger Joker, a bigger clown.
1: That's a lot of money. If this Joker guy was so smart, he'd have had us bring a bigger car. I'm betting the Joker told you to kill me as soon as we loaded the cash. No, 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 no. I killed a bus driver. Bus driver? What bus driver? Uh, School's out. Time
0: to go. All right. So that's how they do it. That's exactly how the financial system works. So right now in the 1600s, they started in the city of London. And by now it's 90% of the world's currency, which is unfathomable. The Federal Reserve is, makes more money than the next hundred richest uh, companies in America. All the money, just funneling up this pyramid. But it's just like a snake eating itself. If you enter that world to get those resources, it will eat you every time. The biggest lesson not pointed out and these people died for meaningless piece of paper. Exactly. Exactly, Coynton. It's always a joke. So even when you figure out what the quote unquote Jews are up to, why would you even be a part of that? Do you want to be one of the clowns that shoots a clown? All right, here's some super chats. Did you watch Sage Quay's most recent exploration into the fact Paul McCartney has a prosthetic eye? Thick gravy, perhaps an explanation for the Black Eye Club. Hope you had a great week, MBB. No, I didn't. I, uh, you know, I, I've listened to hours of the Paul McCartney stuff and I enjoy it, but I'm, I'm good. Andrew says, happy birthday to the amazing Copper Bear. Hey, happy birthday, Copper Bear. Uh, God bless BB Cod, the mods and the bears. Indeed, Carolina swamp Fox bear coming in hot. I started working with my brother in May doing HVAC and it's been nonstop. Nothing better than a 200 degree attic in South Carolina, midsummer dollars way behind on streams, but I'm not going anywhere. I ran over my brother's lab way back and she died in my mom's arms on the way to vet. As I drove, I knew it was over when I heard the frog in her throat. Hard time forgiving myself. Yeah, I, I get it. Trust me, I get it. Bill says, Paying the gay away after the impaired grappler on Instagram accused me of knowing blended bear digitally. Like how Denmark bear knows men digitally rather than online digital. Oh, Jesus. Um, Gravy bear. Ye said, I could turn a, f- f- a femur bone into a dinosaur. Do you think he knows about dinos? Yes. I think a lot of people know about the dinosaur hoax. That it's not, fossil fuel doesn't come from old dinosaur bones. It's so stupid that it's almost unbelievable that people believe it. And that they've never had a completed dinosaur skeleton. uh, Not even close. Like, do you know that they created uh, Lucy? You know, the missing link between us and monkeys from one tiny piece of finger. You know, they tell you this stuff and you think that they have a full skeleton and they've done real science and all this. It was one tip of a finger that they created Lucy and people are starting to know this. And then they look at who funds academia, who funds science trademark, who funds all this shit. And it's, they all call themselves Jews. And so, and they know that people are going to get mad at them. That's why they already have this system set up. Just like the clowns I just showed you where each layer kills the previous layer. It's called a burnt offering. They burn to offer the next layer. Do you know what burnt offering is? Do you know what translation, what, what that means? Holocaust translates directly to burnt offering. And if you think that's coincidence, you are retarded. James says, BB, you're really hitting your stride. Streams are beyond crushing at this point. Only antidote to the black pill I've found. Thanks for sharing your gift. Fan from just outside CDA. Hey, thank you. I was just in CDA yesterday with a, uh, Board Game Bear and Benny and a bunch of really good people for a kid's birthday in a park. It was a blast. Uh, a couple of them were like, you must be so happy Kanye is finally talking about the Jays. I'm like, it's ruining what anti-Semitism used to be. It used to be all about the music, man. Because <laughs> I know they're just burning. Lo- uh, I'm still enjoying it, though. I'm not going to be one of those hipsters, like one of those anti-Semitic hipsters. It's like, it used to be pure, man. Back when we were naming the Sacklers and everyone called us crazy. You know, I'm enjoying that he's calling out stuff, but he's still such a fucking hypocrite that I can't... He's acting like the Jews he's criticizing in the worst possible sense. No, worse. Because they made his culture. They're paying him to rap about crack and murder and fat asses. That's his job. They don't like competition. Keep the lower realm... Keep the low, lower rungs of society addicted, in prison, shooting each other, crack, AIDS, you know, feeling like a victim, feeling like a slave, 400 years. The minute Kanye West grows his own cotton plant and picks it himself, I will support him fully. He has to pick his own cotton. If he did that symbolically, the world would re- rejoice. All right. Bird Bear, just a fun note, Wizard of Oz actors lived in my hood when I was a kid. My mom and I met them, super sweet, tiny couple. Their whole house was customized for their height. I loved it as a kid. Yeah, I like Wizard of Oz. I think it has a good uh, message. I really do. I don't even think it's, I think it's like grabbled in a sense. It was definitely grappled for the 30s to maybe normalize greenbacks or something. But uh, I, think it's, I think it's fine. I think it's a good uh, movie for kids. Apelia says, Hey, BB, I was pleasantly surprised to see you reposted some of Nick Ricada's old videos about your dust up with Patreon. Oh, God, must have done that. Have you ever considered doing a stream with him? I'd love to. I think he's great. Would be uh, the crossover of the century. He's by far the most entertaining streamer left on YouTube and has a massive audience. I thought he got kicked off YouTube. But yeah, I like Nick Ricada. He's uh, he's a solid dude. Michael says, Hey, BB, long-time listener and unauthorized subscriber. Thanks for the endless spell-breaking Thinking about property tax being immoral, could that possibly be payment for the service of holding your title? Uh, Legally, it's not supposed to be. Legally, only businesses pay property tax, legally. Residents aren't supposed to. That's why we're called persons, because that's a a corporate entity. But living men, and I'm sure there's still a way to not pay it if you're a living man or woman, but... You're probably more open for liability. I don't know. It, it's not something I'm fighting currently, but I have no problem with income tax, even though it, it can seem crazy. It's like, it's their system. I didn't make the system. And if that's what they charge, it's like, I can use gold, you know? They, they always give you an out. You can be mercantile. 1524, crushing it, BB and DB, logos rising. Thank you, more wolf bear. And then wholesome bear. Says love to you, Owen. You as well. And thank you guys for uh, super chatting on entropy. That's how I pay Coddington Bear. You know, and uh, it's a percentage. So uh, the harder he works, the more clips he makes, the more he can make. There's no rapid expansion. That's what I always told Coddington Bear. All right? And when we have a bad month, you know, we both do. Isn't Kanye making martyrs of the Jews? He's being incoherent. He's saying he's a Jew and Jesus is a Jew and Jews are, uh, are uh, he's going Def Con 5 on himself and Jesus. It makes no sense. That's why you got to add, tack on the ideology, Zionist, or you can tack on Satanic. Um, but the people called the Jews are actually not hurting him in any way. Um, it, it, I know it sounds litigious, but it's important to do that because, but he's going through, bear in mind, I will defend him in this sense, bear in mind, he is going through an incredibly confusing time when you're being attacked by the beast. It's fucking brutally confusing because you want to make a hard stand. You don't want to cuck, but you don't, the, the words you're saying may be wrong. And then it's used this way. And, and it's uh, even for an honest man, it's a confusing time to be in that situation. And I, don't, I don't envy his position. I've been there. Not on his level, obviously. I, I didn't have Rahm Emanuel making a public call to Spotify and Apple to take down all his music. You know, I've been kicked off all that shit, too. But for me, it wasn't as... Um, the stakes weren't as high. I mean, Kanye has a massive following... You know, I had a big following, but nothing like him. I mean, he's one of the most famous black men in the world. He calls, he's the one who calls himself black, by the way. The minute he calls himself a Negro, I'm in. And that's a good move to do, by the way. Good move. One foot still in Babylon and one foot out. Yeah, but I still, I mean, I got electric on and, you know, I'm still in Babylon in a way, but not like that. Not like, you can't change the system. You can't expect the system to cater to you. You didn't build it. All the people who build it are long dead and their ancestry and families are running it. And they're just as trapped as any of us. I always think back to that Rothschild that was a good guy and wanted to farm and they killed him for it. I do have a problem with the trad Jew that thinks their law trumps the law of our land. So they don't report crime to law enforcement. Um, I don't know, man. I I just, you, do you get what I'm saying? I'm just not making like a a blood claim or something like that. I, uh, I wouldn't call the police on a bear if they did a thing that I didn't think was illegal. Like, let's say it was illegal to go outside without wearing a mask. Would you call the cops on a bear that wasn't wearing a mask? No, I, I think that's fine. You don't, if, if somebody isn't breaking your religious laws, you know, you don't have to serve this state, but you have to deal with it, right? So that's why I like Romans 13 because overthrowing the government will always bring in a worse system. Always. It always happens, always. And uh, and a, any system's better than no system and the government is managing the fallen and they're corrupt and all this blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't mean you have to be like a bootlicker. It doesn't mean like, like I've called the police one time, I've, I've communicated the police twice in my entire life on my own behalf. One was when someone claimed they sent poison gummies in the mail, very confusing, turned out to be nothing but troll behavior. And the other time was I was being stalked by a crazy lady. That was the only two times I've ever called the police. Like I'm not a big, um, I'm not a, a guy who calls the police on people specifically rabbi's fucking kids. Well, that's, that's a problem obviously. I I bear. Bear, We don't, we don't need the, the cortisol. You don't have to talk about people fucking get Catholics do the same thing. My, my town had uh, at least eight pedophile priests and none of them ratted on each other. And the Monsignor was a pedophile too. He had an 18 year old boyfriend and a lot of per, uh, parishioners said that that was fine because he was an adult. Okay. So, Saying that the Jews are the only people that don't rat on each other, doing heinous crimes is obviously insane. The Catholics were probably the worst I've ever seen when it comes to covering sex crimes with minors. My hometown was like riddled. And so I don't even want to hear it from these Trinity Catholic fucks. They're like, Oh, how dare you? It's like, dude, I was raised in a Catholic system that was so unbelievably disgusting and corrupt. That I don't want to hear a fucking... Just be happy that I don't hate you. Catholic violations are exaggerated compared to other... No, they're not. Not in my life. Guys, we had eight pedophile... I'm not going to argue with you, Aristo Ignatius. Maybe you're in denial. Maybe you're from one of those areas that had a good, sterile, lying priest. But I'm telling you right now, a lot of rural, small-town America was riddled with pedophiles. Riddled And everyone knew it. No one did shit about it. We used to call him Chester the Molester and Father Dan with his cold hands and all that. It was like, it was like normalized. And Monsignor Fafaro, look him up. They they would do an article every now and then about kid fucking, but he always managed to get around it. He was also the head of the school board. So imagine the type of people he brought in as teachers and oldest, we go, Oswego City. Do you know how many people go, how many Catholic churches are left in Oswego? One. When I was a kid, there was at least 10. And now there's one, because no one wants to go get brow beaten down by a fucking pedophile. And everyone was scared because they didn't want to be the only one saying it out loud. The Vatican is a den of vipers. They have a statue of Moloch right outside the Roman Senate doors at St. Peter's Basilica. My Catholic high school had a vice principal who was accused of pedophilia out in Newfoundland with other "quote unquote" brothers. Oh yeah, it's horrible. They call it the Velvet Mafia. I mean, E. Michael Jones will openly talk about the Jesuits and the Velvet Mafia and all this. Yeah, yeah, it's not just gays. And by the way, sodomy is it should be a death penalty according to the Catholics. That's why they never. Uh, that's why they never even follow the Bible. Because once you're openly fucking people in the ass, it's like. How are you supposed to talk about usury or anything else? Like, you're disgusting. Yeah, the the, the quote-unquote Pope sits in front of a giant piece of art of Jesus being incinerated in a nuclear explosion. And you people, you know, Aristo, Ignatius, talking about statistics, I don't know for sure, but statistics seem to say public educators molest 10 times the rate. <clears throat> and rabbis are up there. Hey, Ignatius, how do you feel about the giant piece of art of Jesus being incinerated and a nuclear explosion. Forget about your little insinuation, all that shit. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that statue of Moloch with his hands out to accept the, the sacrificial babies right in front of St. Peter's Basilica? How do you feel about the fact? How do you feel about just those two facts? Anything? How do you feel about the fact about during COVID, the Pope met with the Clintons? Bill Gates and the head of Pfizer, and then supported the vaccinations of the world. And no problem at all. It's all just the Jews, right guys? That's why anti-Semitism sucks now. It used to be way better, dude. I remember when anti-Semitism was like, you know, now every Catholic's like, oh, the Jews are the real pedophiles. I'm like, oh no, you are too. You are too, you idiots. Dude, it's not a scoreboard, says Bear for All Season. One more and you're out of here. Are you talking to me? Uh, I can't always tell. Maybe not talking to me, but I'm not going to have that type of like. Lots are wrong, especially post-Vatican II, the more I look into it. Oh, pre-Vatican II was even worse. Oh, how dare you know they were super-based? When was that Moloch statue brought in? I don't know. When was the giant nuclear explosion with Jesus burning and his flesh burning? Oh, he's not talking. No, he's talking to Aristo. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, no harm, no foul. All good. I recently went to a beautiful... Uh, no, I'm talking to the guy you're talking to. Okay, cool. I recently went to the beautiful, enormous Anglican Cathedral in Liverpool that had a shop in it and a degenerate, modern Jesus' art in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they love it. They love drinking the blood, showing depictions of him in agony. Uh, you know, no one's allowed to have children. The Cardinals are a bunch of fags. They're a bunch of dirty pedo-faggots. Uh, one child rape is Yeah, yeah, no. No, they institutionally protect it. That's why I condemn the entire Vatican. Because not only, if, if, yeah, a uh, few apples don't spoil the whole bunch. Okay, what about the fact that they institutionally protect it and they take pedophile priests and they just move them to a new parish after they've been accused? And the Vatican pays hush money so the fucking kids don't say anything. Plot Against the Church wrote about the Masonic infiltration going back to the 1800s. And yes, Jews involved too. Okay, so since the 1800s, you guys have been Jews then, and Masonic. So are you Catholics? Does that mean you're a Jew Mason? Yeah. So if you identify as Catholic based on what you just stated, that means you're a Jew Mason, uh, Freemason. Oh no, not me, not me, Tahi. I'm still good. Vatican's protection policy is no good. Agree on. Oh, you mean the fact that the Vatican pays kids to be fucked by their priests you think that might not be good are you fucking this is why anti-semitism sucks now i'm gonna i'm gonna get a bunch of uh, a child poofing catholics coming here to talk about how jews are a bunch of pedophiles i'm like dude you guys made it an industry the jews just have broken dicks and weird dads and they're all like sneaky and perverted the catholics made child fucking incorporated they fucking funded it. They're like, if you been fucked by a priest? Here's a million dollars. And then these sick Catholics will say, you're vulgar. You make fun of the Trinity. You're vulgar. You're vulgar. You swear to one. you take the Lord's name in vain and you're going to hell. You're part of an institution that pays little kids to be fucked by your priests. I think I'm looking a little better than you. Oh, now you're yelling. Now your father, Father Ignatius, come help me. Oh, Vatican II, Big Bear, that's when everything went bad. Before that, they never fucked and paid the kids to fuck them. I miss being called anti-Semitic. I know, now I'm I'm not not even going to be called anti-Semitic anymore, which is okay, because now anti-Semitism sucks. I know, people keep being like, you know, Big Bear, 1,200 years ago, the Catholics were super-based. Okay, okay, I'm I'm moving on. I don't need any... Pedophile to interpret the Bible for me and tell me I'm going to hell because I don't understand the Trinity as they try to finger like my cousin. It's just like, no, I don't I don't have to go into a little black room and count beads like a Jew. You guys think the Jews are obsessed with numbers? Oh, hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Oh, hail Mary, our Father, Lord, in heaven, hell be thy name, the King remember hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. What, what number are you on? 72, 33, 9 Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is fruit of thy womb, Jesus. The Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. the kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Do you know what any of this means? No, no. I just repeat it and count because I'm retarded and I'm sitting in a little black room with a pedophile on the other side judging me for my bad thoughts about my dad, who's a drunk. You fucking retards. Er, okay, Ignatius says. Long tradition, lots of good there. I just don't want to throw out the good with the bad. Like, let's say you and a guy were buddies and it turns out he was paying little kids to fuck him. Okay, would you be like, you know, we did go fishing that one time. Remember when we went fishing? It's like, yeah, but he's been, he just spent billions of dollars covering up the rape of a million children. It's like, you know, I just don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's like we one time we went fishing and he didn't try to rape me for like an hour and a half. Remember when we caught that bass, Gary? I just, you know, there's a lot of good traditions. Me and him, we say hi every morning. When I, when I leave my house, I'm like, hey, Gary. And he says hi back. And you know, that puts a, a little pep in my stuff. Yeah, they found the remains of like 500 kids under his porch. But you know, I just don't wanna give up that tradition we have every morning. Unbelievable. All right, let's read some mail. No, no, Ignatius, you're not going to get away with it. You're not going to sneak in and call... The Catholic has no ability to call the Jew a pedophile. Because that because if they're the real pedophiles, then you guys get to keep boofing and puffing away, you poofters. I'm not mad at you, Ignatius, by the way. I, I, I've had to face them with... I was raised Catholic. I know about counting the beads. I know about counting the beads. You don't even think about what you're saying. Hell... Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, and thy will be done on earth as it is. You're just trying to get out of there. You're trying to go play with your friends. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us not our, our trespasses. No, no, it's forgive us our debts. Seven-year jubilees. Oh, wait a minute. But when the, the Vatican is a is bank and likes usury, you know, oh, so they changed the prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is. in heaven. Give us this... Oh, no, 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 no. no. Give us this day our, our daily bread. Forgive us not our sins, We forgive those who trespass against us. For thy is the kingdom and the power of the glory. Well, I think that might have been Protestant. After the priest came out, he was just fucking kids without dads. We tried to go to a, a Protestant place. And what they did is they added, For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And I don't know, no one explained it to me. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Amen. Unbelievable. Oh, so, so Mary is the mother of God. Oh, so who impregnated Mary? Oh, God. So Jesus fucked his own mom? Oh, no, you're disgusting for wondering that. Any child would wonder that. Oh, no, it was an angel sent by God. It was him, he was a messenger with his, and he's the one who impregnated Mary. It was immaculate. Okay, so Jesus' dad was himself? Don't ask any questions. Just sit on, get on your knees and open your mouth and ask for the cracker. I'll give you a hint today's not gonna be a cracker. Oh my God. Unbelievable. Just keep counting your beads. 72, 911, 33. 33, 72, 911, 66. 72, 911, 33, 66. Okay, we're saved. We're saved. Big Bear, here's a super chat in the form of a nigger book. When this masterpiece caught my eye at u- the used book Last Chance Rack, I knew it had to be shipped to your nigger book rack. Let's take a look. It's called Our Nig. Our I who are in heaven, how be thy name? or Sketches from the Life of a Free Black by Harriet Wilson. In 1859, black literary landmark is uncovered. The first novel published by a black person in this country and the first published by a black woman as well. It's called Our Nigger, right? Hilarious. Nice job, Jews. You guys figured out how to be the least coherent people in human history. The tithe got me thinking that we should probably find a nig in the Bertaria community and bestow this honor upon him or her. Leading candidates include Jacobat, financial advisor Bear, or this could be a way to bring in Kanye West to Bertaria. Hey Kanye, do you want to be our nig? I think Kanye should call himself a Negro and get back to basics. Much love to you. Uh, Godspeed, Cobblestone Bear. Thank you, Cobblestone Bear. That was very, very nice. Very thoughtful. Unlike Ignatius, that is not very thoughtful. Prayer breeds are great. Constant prayer meditation. Yeah, keep counting. Count, 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 count. What does the Bible say about chanting? Does it? Does anyone remember? It's okay. No, no big deal. Who the fuck reads that book after you're banging people in the ass, right? Once you're doing sodomy with the Velvet Mafia, who the hell cares, right? No, don't get me wrong. I'm not attacking your tradition. I'm sure you like counting. I like counting when I jump rope. I count to 100 and then I do push-ups. I get it. I like counting. Stealth Bear says, I am lucky to have found uh, Vanticism as I love the Catholic traditions but agree with everything you're saying about the Vatican. Good. Rename it then. Don't call it the Vatican. I just looked it up. Both the Malak statue and the Jesus Exploding Sculpture was brought in after Vatican II. Well, that's a relief. I strongly believe there was an infiltration into the church during Vatican II, but yes, there were problems prior to, but not at this level that we are seeing now. I'll give you that, Stealth Bear. I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, they weren't bringing in statues of the devil yet. I feel like that's when they really escalated, though. Okay. Jesus, And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think... They will be heard because of their many words. But what that really means is say, our father are in heaven, help be thy name, the kingdom come, blah, 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 blah. Say it 72 times. And then make sure you're touching the right bead and that babbling nonsense. Then you go to heaven and Owen oh, goes to the hell. Depicted. I'm not judging your, your faith. I'm just making fun of it because if you guys want to point your dirty, and I mean dirty little fingers at Jews. You don't touch a hair on their sweet little heads. I'll wear a yarmulke tomorrow, I swear to God. Dear Owen, you will find with this letter a copy of Pilgrim's Progress. Thank you, dude. I love that book. Thank you. I love that book. The first novel penned in English allegedly and until fairly recently, the most widely read book behind the Bible. Yeah, so we're looking at two different first novels. One is by a black woman. And one is by a Christian called The Pilgrim's Progress. Okay, which one would you rather read? The Pilgrim's Progress or Our Nigger? Right? Um, I think I know which one I'd rather read. It works wrestling real demonic attacks, I'll tell you that. I'm not questioning your faith or your traditions. I'm just going to say that if you're going to point your dirty, filthy little finger at the sweet, Innocent little Jew, just because, I don't know, 70% of them are pedophiles. Allegedly. I'm not, I don't know where I came up with that number. I will, and I get it. Yeah, a lot of public schools also have pedophiles. And in my hometown, it was because the Monsignor Fafaro brought them in. And they had backing by the Vatican. Real good stuff. And I know that I know the quote unquote Zionist Jews did that. I know that they, they definitely um, because if you look at the history of Oswego uh, in the 40s, they sent nine hundred and fifty Jews to Oswego. They said they were Holocaust survivors. No, it was because Oswego was the only county in New York state that voted against FDR. And so as punishment, they sent uh, almost a thousand pedophiles or alleged, you know, subverters. To Oswego, that's a true story. You can read about it in Ruth Magyar Isaacson's book. Um, I can't remember the title. I used to see it as a point of pride that, um, that Oswego is the only town in America that took in any Holocaust survivors. That's a true story. The entire All of America, nobody took in Holocaust survivors or like anybody in the camps except for Oswego. Then I found out they weren't Holocaust survivors. They were just a bunch of pedophiles from Italy. And so they sent them to America and I'm guessing they started giving money to the churches and touching little kids where they go pee-pee, right? But it doesn't matter. The churches allowed it. The people allowed it. They took the money. Just like in that Dark night thing I showed you, they all wanted the money, and they were all capable of murder and selling out their own kids. So it's on them. You can't blame the Jews. Surprisingly based of us, North Mirror. us would we'll go... Um, No, it was punishment. It was punishment against Oswego County because they voted against FDR. Oswego County is still a Republican county, but it's just been sexually broken and weakened because of all the pedophilia. Horribly. Dude, they sent in like 900 pedophiles and they call them Jewish refugees from the Holocaust. Do you think Roosevelt did that to Oswego to help them? No, it's insane. And now it's like one of the fucking sickest places. I know for a fact, priests diddled little girls at my old church. One was my ex-girlfriend. She told me one of them did. And I believe her. That's why everyone talked about Catholic schoolgirls being sluts. It's because most of them were being like molested. I know it sounds fucked up to say, but that's why they're like all the Jews would all do songs about the Catholic school being sexy, you know, like Van Halen and all that. Eddie Van Halen. They're all Jews. All of them. And it's because the priests were molesting the girls and then they'd be fed to the jays with money. Okay, anyway. um, It is an allegory of the journey out of the city, destruction of the celestial city from the world to that which is to come with all of its trials, tribulations, and divinely inspired triumphs. Yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing story. Truly timeless gravy without expiration date. I felt it imperative to send it in the great gravy exchange of our time. Please accept this contribution, and many you find the and may you find the pursuing of it pleasant, prosperous, and inspiring. The hero of the novel is named Christian, like any hero. no, it's like I, it's a movie I let my kids watch. What is heroic and inspiring about him, inspiring about him is, Nothing other than his commitment to the divine spark within him. Exactly. That's a beautiful story. The divine spark in everyone is, I think, the saving grace of the idea of heroes at all. As you point out, any other reason for having heroes is wading into the bog of false idols. When we are properly inspired by someone, it is because they are letting their God-given soul shine. I agree. It's when their, their ego and their soul are going on the same path, or at least close. First we overlook evil, then we permit evil, then we legalize evil, then we promote evil, then we persecute those who call it evil. Right, and that, but then you fall apart. Which is good. They have just arrested more Jays in New York for being pedos. Yeah, there's a ton of them are pedos, guys. I know. Who do you think you're talking to, guys? But if you, if you use your anti-Semitism... To hide your own problems, you're not being Christian. And that would easily just reverse itself in 10 years. Like, let's say everybody gets, you know, now that anti-Semitism is becoming corporate, everyone's like, oh, the Jews are the pedophiles. Yeah, right now, a lot of them are pedophiles. Tons. But if you're always pointing, then in your group, it's going to start getting normalized again. I watch it. All right. I know a guy that said he was in the group that survived the Holocaust and was sent here to the U.S. He was caught lying about the whole thing. Joseph Hurt. Guys, there was no Holocaust outside of the liquidation and consolidation of resources up a pyramid. There was the, the, the camps that the Jews were in. Their supply chains were bombed by allies and they starved to death. That's why they were so skinny. It's stupid. Oh, no, you deny? Yes, and a lot more people deny. They just don't say it because they don't want to be fired, because it's dumb. The amount of times they've been caught lying because they want to be victims, because it's called a Holocaust cloak, is insane. Otis says, the lesson for today is only use your anti-Semitism for good. Exactly, exactly. We in turn are inspired to let our own inner light shine, um, attend to it. Don't use your anti-Semitism to hide your own crimes or to persecute innocent people. BB, who's the creator of Pinocchio? A fake child is Pe- Juppetto. Juppetto, and when he lies, his nose grows. Oh, Ellen Benjamin's just seeing things. When you lie, your nose gets bigger. Juppetto, who made his own boy out of wood. Jeez, it's right there. Every time he lies, his nose gets bigger. Oh, how dare you? Had to, and, then, and then, of course, uh, Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy is is the the voice of good, the, his moral compass. Jesus Christ. Jiminy J. Cricket. C. J.C. When you ignore the, vi- the advice of Jiminy Cricket, your nose grows, and you end up being imprisoned by a pedophile named Jew Peto. Being, being played by none other than Tom Hanks. Oh, you're just seeing things big... Juppetto, that creates his own boy that he owns, whose nose grows when he lies and doesn't listen to Jesus. And then, when he drinks a lot and tries to be a real boy, but sins, his ears grow and he becomes a donkey and has to live on an island. Jesus. The island where the boys go and they never return. The island of misfit boys the island of the bad boys. When you're naughty, the Jews take you to the island. Uh, and when you lie, your nose gets big. And, and you never return from the island. Oh, oh, how dare you? Oh, get him kicked off. I've already been kicked off everything. Everyone's seeing it. All the stories were always the same thing. It's, it's always warning you about who to trust, who not to trust, who's a fucking pedophile, Giupetto uh, occurred to me under the influence of marijuana 20 years ago. Nice. Good for you, Ignatius. Look at me and you staying friends. What is cool is that everyone can be a hero in this greatest yet humblest sense. Anyone can let their soul shine and so inspire others. Yet another way in which God is all around us. Yes. Yeah, you can't you can't get away from it. It's awesome. When your ego and your soul get too far apart, that's when you enter a realm of of burning pain like hell. Never go to the island. Yeah, fact. Bigger the beak, the bigger the sneak. Bigger the sneak, bigger the beak. The grabbers that be do not want us to be inspired, however, so they do what they can to try to cover and draw our attention from what truly shines. Yeah, you don't need Kanye West. We have our own anti-Semites. Locally. (laughs) Locally. For those of you who've been vaccine damaged, I know it's a comedic theme. We don't need them to give us our anti-Semites. We are, they're already here. Like when you see a simple act of non-aggressive, uh, non-victimy anti-Semitism, someone naming something, that's, that's your guy. <laughs> you don't need a black rapper named Yee. <laughs> that's so funny. With heroes, they usually either infiltrate them into a fake idol or try to earnest to tear them down or both an attempt to prevent people from being truly inspired. Yeah, inspired is in spirit. Yeah. The divine spark the soul let shine is what is inspirational. This is not only a reminder against false idols, but a reminder against that is not so much our job to judge as it is our job to discern. To have an eye for the divine, seek and you shall find. Exactly. After all, every soul is God-given. This is why we often find the good, true, and beautiful, and seemingly unlikely people in places. Yeah, like a comedian screaming "nigger" in Idaho. I'm I'm pursuing my soul's purpose as best as I can. Sometimes I'm off. Sometimes I feel spiritual pain. But in general, I think I'm doing a pretty good job. I was supposed to. I was supposed to like make a, a really. A good form of anti-Semitism that doesn't hurt anybody. (laughs) So funny. Um, What am I doing? On a similar note, though I cannot speak at all to the sort of person Quentin Tarantino is, there is some recognizable truth in one of his most famous lines written for Pulp Fiction. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. Blessed you are, Owen. Thank you for your commitment to reading letters and for providing me occasion to put pen to paper once more. I thought I was finished with writing after walking away from the ivory jungle, Jim, but picking up the pen to write letters to the stream has proven uh, worthwhile. But beyond that, thank you most of all. For the work you do as a finder of lost children. Oh, that's a thank you. Thank you for that. It's a huge compliment. It is impossible to know the true value of the work one does. Onward. Quiet thoughts, Bear. That was a beautiful that was beautiful, dude. And I really appreciate it. All right, now let's hear from Danish Bear. Letter and donation to the big bear from Danish Bear. Please accept these X amount on behalf of the last standing, God-fearing, proud Danes. Among them, of course, is Denmark Bear. I managed to rescue the silver out of quickly falling Kingdom of Denmark. while a certain doctor was busy sneaking around in small fields of potatoes, scaring deer and such. You can always recognize him in a red flannel jacket, allegedly way too expensive to wear for the common man. Denmark Bear, you here for this? Ah, oh, good times it is, good times it will be. Right now, Danes are struggling with black rock-like companies, putting ridiculously high rents, and my electricity bill has tripled this year and going up. This insanity is the worst in Copenhagen, where I have my pizzeria. Of course, not so much in the soothing and relaxing countryside, where Denmark Bear is roaming about. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, Denmark Bear mentioned it also. The chairman of the Conservative Party is gay. The chairman of the Socialist Working Party is a woman. The chairman of the Liberal Party is only chairman because his father was a former chairman of the same party. The chairman of the Green Party, which is a confused collection of feminists and rebels, is this pretty and curly-haired lawyer woman. It really is hilarious and insane to be a Dane. The political world is turned upside down like so many other worlds of power. Well... The the political world is the dramatized narrative of the financial world. So as the financial world collapses, uh, you're going to see more and more insanity until there's like a horse in the Senate. (laughs) Like in Rome, you know. I could go on and on, but so much to see. I have to remember to tell the story behind the silver. I'm in this little group of Danish sovereigns and nationals, you know. Free living men created by a sovereign God. So I bought the silver from one of the guys. For myself, of course. Because then I would be safe when society breaks down, you know. Then I ask him, where do I stash it? Then, when... Well, he goes, there are so many solutions, you can bury it in a hole in a forest or in a potato field. But always remember to dig at least one meter. um, I don't know how many Rogans. So it will not freeze during the winter. Already, I think a lot of work, right? I also have to make sure no one sees me digging. Difficult to dig at night. Many people in the parks during the day. So then I ask, what about these people with metal detectors? Then he goes, no problemo, amigo. You always make sure to throw in some old nails and screws when you have the hole half filled. Then when they dig up the old nails and screws, they will simply think, oh, dang, just nails and screws. Let's move on. By the way, I think uh, I think in that situation, uh, nails and screws would actually be very valuable. England just made a Goldman Sachs billionaire Indian, its prime minister. Yeah, Richie Sunak. Yeah. Yeah, uh, England's prime minister is now an Indian billionaire globalist. Good luck. Better than a woman. I'll tell you that. Liz Truss. Anyway, I'll finish by thanking... Uh, it was... It was at this point I thought to myself, I will just send it over the Atlantic Ocean in a little cardboard box to my favorite buddy, the Big Bear. Yes, a little costly and risky, but altogether a super idea. Hope you can find a place for it, and remember, don't accidentally tell online where you keep it. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was super generous. Super generous. Like, I'm deeply honored. But if anybody wants to, like, risk their life for it, that's, then, Okay. <laughs> like I'm not digging holes and shit. I don't have enough. If I had like 500 grand worth of silver, or like, you know, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, gold and shit, or even like a hundred grand, yeah, I, I would start understanding. I'd be like, okay, maybe a hole needs to be dug. But if somebody wants to risk being killed legally by me to get like that amount, I'm like. I, part of me would almost be like, man, you probably need it more than me. Cause I live in rural Idaho. So it's like, it'd be one thing if it was a smash and grab city situation. I could see why you were thinking about nails and screws, but like, if someone's willing to risk their fucking life for, you know, that amount, I'd be like, what's going on? in And I'd probably like sit him down and give him a bear name. I'm like, you're robber bear. Why do you need it so bad? If you tell me a good enough story, you know, maybe I won't, I won't kill you. Um, I don't know, but this is a great, I'm deeply appreciative, dude. It's going to go towards, uh, towards Bertaria building because, you know, I, I have so many good visions for it and, uh, I know it's going to require some silver. So thank you. So many women world leaders. Yeah. Somewhere between a BJ and an omelet. Is Binion Silver buried in the desert allegedly? Yeah, I'd be the type where if I buried something valuable, I'd definitely forget it. You're Robber Bear now. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Robber Bear, why would you risk your life for that? Like, my car's worth way more. So why wouldn't they just steal my car, you know? All right. Um, hey, Robber Bear. It's very hard to find stuff you bury. It is, it is, yeah. I don't recommend burying. Um, Hope you can find a place for it. Don't accidentally tell online where you keep it. Actually, now I don't know if it's such a great idea. You attract too much attention. Oh, wait, you can buy a horse. Exactly. Buy shit that no one can steal or wants to steal. This is exactly right. You can buy a horse or other livestock for it. Yeah, or, I don't know, pave your driveway Or do any of the other wacky things that I'm always up to. Or get 13 new mature trees. You know? Because what's someone going to do? Steal a fucking tree? I love... That's how I think, man. I think in terms of like... Okay, so where do you put your wealth? And things that are not easily stealable. And then... So then what can they steal? Your entire land, right? They can kill you and take your land or something. So then you have to be... Known in your community, like in my area, people would know if I was missing or someone was squatting on my land in one day. And then those people would seek justice for that people. Uh, my next purchase is a sauna. Yeah, they're not going to steal a sauna. I have a sauna. And that's why I like or like a, I I have um, I have two freeze dryers. You know, they might steal trees for firewood at this point. But if that if they're that cold, I'd give them firewood. They just would have to ask. If they tried to steal from me, though, I may shoot them. But if somebody was like, hey, man, dude, I'm freezing, I'd be like, you want some fucking trees? <laughs> I'd be like, all I ask is your loyalty. I'm forming an army. No, I'm just joking for those of you that want to write media about me. I'll finish by thanking you, Owen. I thank God that I have the possibility to listen to you two to three hours every day while I'm shaping my pizza dough. I love pizza, dude. My wife's been making incredible pizza. If you have any, um, any uh, advice for pizza dough, um, this has been a fun stream. All right. Thank you for your passionate search for truth, your wits, your strong beliefs your comedy skills, and then you also play a little bit of piano. You have such a beautiful family and farm. How dare you? May God continue to bless. Keep fighting the good fight. Psalm 91.4. Today you can also stand boldly on his truth and have confidence that no matter how big the mountains or the giants, you and God are a majority. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings shall you trust. His truth shall be your shield and... Buckler, I don't know what a buckler is, but I obviously resonate with that. What a fucking awesome gift and an awesome letter. Thank you, dude. I love the bears. Uh, I taste his pizza. He's a passionate guy. Dude, every bear is passionate at something or else he wouldn't be here. He'd just be a drone listening to Ben Shapiro. Be like, wow, why don't I get to say nigger? Share the gravy on the pizza recipes. I will. It's just Amy's not a hundred percent happy with her dough yet. Positive anti-Semitism brings the people together. Well, the word anti the the phrase or, or gotcha anti-Semitism is completely meaningless. So why can't I make it a funny thing? It doesn't mean anything. Neither does white supremacy. So so a black rapper is a white supremacist. Like what? It's it's a it's a sketch that. Dude, Dave Chappelle did that sketch, the blind KKK guy. These fucking niggers, remember that sketch? And the whole joke was that he was black. That's a joke. It's not. That's literally a joke. That's not real. That's, that's retarded. And it's getting more and more retarded. So that's why it's all about you know making good pizzas, making community, having kids, crushing. Anti-Semitism is one of the dumbest accusations ever... It's had a shorter shelf life than our currency will. I don't know who discovered the phrase anti-semitism. I'm sure we could figure it out. It got popularized on Seinfeld. It's like, "Oh, you're against pedophilia. You're an anti-semite." Cuz there is Jew hate, and I don't I've never subscribed to like a blood libel or uh it's a, you know, these people all need to die. Or like they have a bad genetic code. You know, I'm and anybody that's been here for years knows I've never fallen for that bullshit. You know, because that's anti-Christian in my opinion. The synagogue of Satan, however, is not. And there is a thing. It's an ideology. It's a choice. It's when you think you're the special boys and you don't have to follow your own rules. Know anybody, Cohen? Know anybody? Yes, I am racist. I hate white people. And then the amount of anti them coming from all corners, it's fucking alarming. And he may even say, oh, I was joking. Yeah, I'm joking when I make fun of your big fucking noses, your little clipped dicks, your sweaty hand rubbing. You know, the fact that you're always trying to poison kids. Just joking. Ha 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 ha. Fucking. Letter and Donation to the Big Bear from Dan... Oh, I read this one. Dude, great letter. I love Danish people, man. I really do. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan. Like, they've always been so fucking cool. Foreskin supremacy. The fundamental tenet of Christianity is the ability to choose salvation. Exactly, exactly. You can't be damned by your blood. Now, that doesn't mean I want to live next to you, or that there isn't different smells amongst different blood. 33 bucks, Illuminati confirmed from Jeff. Long-time listener, first-time caller, please, dear rabbi, ordain me as always get better bear on AGB bear. Welcome, always get better bear. Thank you for everything. May the odds be forever in your favor. Thank you very much. Um, Just because you don't think anybody, just because you don't believe in blood libel or bad blood or inferior people, doesn't mean you want to live near them, though. I just got surfing past fear. Nice. Look at that. Surfing past fear. I wonder if the Jews are surfing past their fear right now. Let's see what else we got here. My people smell like fresh foliage, this Garber. Yeah, I've been told my people smell like milk. Indians I used to know, like dot Indians, told me that white people smell like milk because I used to make fun of them a lot about smelling like curry, obviously. Uh, let me keep this all together. And they said, I smell like milk that white people in general smell like milk and blacks think we smell like wet dogs. It's fine. I think they smell like peanuts and bad decisions. Big Bear, long-time listener, first-time writer. First found you, Why Didn't They Laugh podcast in summer of 2018 after I was uh, medevaced back to the States. I am okay. In 2019, went through a bout of homelessness until my teen daughter, oh, of homelessness with my teen daughter. We are doing well now, and in 2022, I'm excited to be able to donate to the Ozark Campground. This donation is for my daughter's name, as I am uh serving up for a bunch in my name I am saving up for a bunch in my name in 2018 you told someone to get a bear name and s- start using it so that's what I did as well may I please be verified as green tea oh it's green tea bear I love green tea bear I was being a dick about green tea bear the other day though um but not bad it was just green tea bear said I was swearing too much which might be good it might. Dude, I was talking to the guys yesterday about like, should I stop swearing in my streams? Because like I was with a bunch of families yesterday and a little girl was like, you're the guy my dad listens to. And we're joking about how, but we can't listen in front of the kids. And Green T-Bear may have an actual point, but then the guys also were like, yeah, but no, though, we like that you say nigger. And so, uh, you know, I... Green T-Bear has a point. A lack of vulgarity would allow more people to listen because the amount of people, the amount of bears with children is very high. And my wife can't even listen most of the time because of the kids. Um, But, you know. So, thank you, Green T-Bear. All right. Amy has a Louisiana... Oh, yeah, I'm not going to read that part. I'm going to have your information... Sorry for being a dick, Green T-Bear. It's not for kids anyway? Exactly, Denmark Bear. It's not supposed to be for kids in any way. Like, the, the concept, what am I supposed to do? Not make fun of people? Not, like, you know, play sketches done by hometown and anchor and all this? It's, like, it's just not a kid's show. You can designate Queen Streams? Yeah. Like, we're we're editing the the documentary right now that is looking amazing and um and we're going to do a clean version and we're also going to do a non-clean version big bear bertaria just living learning and laughing something of a contribution thank you oscar great name i've always liked the name oscar uh You could do two segments, Vulgar and genteel. I know, but I'm always in a flow state. I can't, I either turn it off or not. It's like, I don't like to think about what I'm going to talk about. Dude, I'm like the amount of material I'm making every day is insane. And so, and it's good. It's good for the world. In my opinion. I don't find you swear a lot, baby, Keep the flow. Thanks, Denmark Bear. World is dark. If you can't handle a couple niggers and a few faggots, well, man, no, I agree. But I do get it about kids, though. My dumbass forgot to give you the debt square. Well, here you go, Medved Bear. Post office closes at five and realized he's something from work. Well, thank you. I appreciate the super chat, Medved Bear. Yeah, I'm a I'm a flow state guy. Dude, think about it. I'm I'm at this point doing four four hours of content a day, and it's good. It's like high quality. It's not edited. It's not doesn't have high production quality, but as far as entertainment, it's that's an insane amount. And so um, I can't really. I just have to go flow state because as soon as I start breaking the flow. Uh, as soon as I start breaking the flow, then I don't, I won't be as creative. I've heard white people smell like innovation, says Bear. Yeah, we 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 smell like, you know, the welfare payments. Thank you. Nice. Dear Owen, I keep writing you letters, but they get long and rambling. I'm a woman. And I know most of what I say sounds crazy, so here's one. I'm catching up on old streams and find it amazing that your Michael Jackson impression has single-handedly shut down the Trinitarian argument. My Michael Jackson? You keep shouting, Shema, Shema, which is, of course, the Jewish declaration of faith. The centerpiece of morning and evening prayer service. Shema, Israel. No way, Shema, Shema. I didn't know that. Shema! I did not know that. Adonai Elohinu Adonai Shad. Trout Jew Jewbear, why didn't you tell me that? You're supposed to be my fucking court Jew. Don't you think there's some gravy in the fact Michael Jackson is screaming Shamal? Shamal, Shamal is of course the Jewish declaration of faith. Where are my Jews to tell? Oh, so you guys are sneaky. You guys are fucking sneaky, aren't you? I'm going on and on about Michael Jackson rubbing his dick on Shema, Shema. And you never told me? Oh, okay. I see how it is. I see how it is. Shema Israel, Adoni Elohim, Adonai Shad. Hero Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. Also interesting to note. Yeah, the Lord is one. Oh, but one is three though. Three and one are two different numbers. Yeah, but I've been vaccinated. <laughs> uh, asleep at, yeah, he's been asleep at the dreidel. It's your fault, Bibi, not the Jews. I know, Habib. I always get caught trusting. It's just they're so cute and funny. Also, interesting to note in Hebrew, the line in the 23rd Psalm translated is, I will fear no evil, is translated to, Lo Ira Ra. Lo translates as not. Ira translate roughly, will I fear, and ra meaning evil. I ra, I evil. <laughs> Tricked again, Gavin would say to Ryan, okay, we have to pay to save for that second hour paywall, opposite of flow state. Yeah, that's why I'm infinitely superior to Gavin McGinnis, and everyone knows it. Even the fly that just landed on my nose. Is it just me or does someone hear a tiny and faint sound in the distance of tee hee tee? Oh, yeah. Shaman, shaman, as he rubs his dick in front of kids. Who do you think owned Michael Jackson? Who do you think's telling Michael Jackson what words to say? You think Michael Jackson was like, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm just going to say shaman and rub my dick. No, it was a grab word. Shaman, shaman. I think it's interesting that the root of the Hebrew word for fear is allegedly, according to translation, evil. Yeah, there's a lot of gravy in Hebrew. That's why I'm not anti-Jew. They have a ton of knowledge, man. The word for the root word of evil is the same as fear. Because it's true, you only really do evil when you're afraid. Have you noticed that? That's why it's important to keep Jews in fear for the system so that they continuously do evil shit for the system. All right. I don't speak Hebrew fluently, but as I was learning, I was taught that the suffix of I indicated personal possession, like ka, kos" equals cup, "kasi" equals my cup. So the inverse of my possession, adding an I at the end, would be that I am possessed by adding an I at the beginning. This is an outsider looking in, but following this logic, to be afraid is to be possessed by evil or... Uh, Dude, Samson the Great Bear always fills me in on the uh, super intense Hebrew-Israeli gravy after each stream. Samson the Great Bear, let me know what's going on with this. This is fucking gravy. Michael Jackson went after Jews back in the 90s. I wonder if he was a proto-Kanye. He's like, shaman! But following this logic, to be afraid is to be possessed by evil or owned by it. Fear has lots of cute names these days. Anxiety, worry, preparedness. Uh, fear can cause us to do crazy stuff. We all know it. This is hard to read, so I'll just say my ladle is yours, Bard King. And to the bears, I'm so grateful for each of your... No, write longer letters. Why is Jack about writing me 30-page letters? And Honeybody Butter Bear, who's translating Hebrew for us, for the masses, isn't that right? Oh, the masses crowned you, Bear. Um, crushing in your corner, Bear Tari. Here's some money for the campground. The festival was amazing. The bears are legends. More to come when I'm not writing on weird stripes. Thank you, BB. Uh, may your biscuits never be dry. Uh, honey butter bear. By the way, that's why she was saying that, because she was writing on. On lines just to let you guys know. Thank you very much. A couple Super Chats. Lewski says, been sick for a while and lying down listening. Man, you keep us guys going even when you're feeling off. Bless you, Owen. Have some money. Thank you. Jonas says, booster for sleeping at a hotel last night, driving cross-country and couldn't decline in my seat due to luggage. Needed to sleep, but those rollerblades are hurting my feet. Yeah, you know, no worries. It's just a bunch of gays probably... Bang the night away in that bed the night before. But, you know, thanks for the super chat. Ra, like rapture. I, Ra. Well, I mean, Ra was the god of the sun in ancient Egypt. The mystery. The mystery religions. Ra. Ra, like rapture, it's not all evil. It also means sun. No, evil has to do with intention. Evil evil one of the biggest brainwashes ever is that there's bad words that's why in my family we call them weak words because even the word fuck isn't bad it's just we it's just like socially it's weak as a child you'll be looked down upon if you speak that way even as an adult but it's funny and it has its purpose like i fucking love god how is that bad it's an exaggeration it's like it's an amplification. All right. Dear Owen, uh, sad Englishman voice. I once read a very interesting book about a man who traveled the stars seeking ancient knowledge contained in small devices, often hidden within very dangerous something. The man would activate these devices in a small AI copy of a teacher would appear and teach him stuff. Anyway, I just thought it would be funny if they had fought their way through this ruin and found the device, turned it on, and you appeared. Cheers, Mr. Bear. My sad British isn't as good as it used to be. I gotta work on it. My name is Chris Martin from Coldplay. I'm very sad. I got the tale. It's attached to me arse with a little tawny nail. Have you seen Martel Piglet? Piglet, are you on methamphetamines again? Um. <clears throat> Greetings, Big Bear. I'm a new listener. Caught wind of you via D- David Weiss Flat Earth stuff that you would pop up in. One thing led to another, and here I am feeding the bear on unauthorized.tv. Didn't know of you about you until recently, that's censorship for you. Now I'm enjoying the crushing, appreciating the fearlessness, nodding in agreement, and laughing my balls off. The reason for this letter on Sophie, I wanted to say our family recently had our 17-year-old Cocker Spaniel Fergie pass. She was the sweetest thing, so gentle, whined with loving pleasure when shown affection. She even ate her food carefully so as to purposely not come across too aggressive. What a sweetie pie. Very human in some ways. Rewind to a few years ago, we had to put down my son's service dog, Cooper, due to cancer. And while that was sad, it was planned. And we all gave him love and props as he faded away to his creator. A proper goodbye. I personally feel the biggest tragedy of losing a loved one is if you don't get to say a proper goodbye. We all must go. So how we go is important to me. With Cooper, we got our goodbye. And he felt the love on the way out. Tragically with Fergie, even though she had reached a ripe old age and was chugging along with poor eyesight and some life-saving surgery, she died tragically one day by falling into our swimming pool unnoticed and drowned. Dying alone, afraid, and in her final moment in a panic. That is what kills me about her passing to this day. No comforting goodbye, no proper send-off. That's sad, man. I get it. I totally get that. Despite the tragedy you're coping with... Um, Cause of Sophie's death, I hope you can take note of this contrast of my two dogs' deaths and take some comfort that you got to hold her during her passing and say goodbye. Yeah, thank you for that. That's very true. That is her final moment on this earth and all that will matter to her. She won't take with her what action caused her death. From her perspective, it was just a big lump of rubber that crossed her path and then Daddy was there to see her home. Oh my God, dude. So beautiful. Being new to the community, I am being so bold as to have chosen the name Awake Bear. Welcome, Awake Bear. For now, as most of my more recent handles are some form of the word awaken, as like many, I've only recently come to know what's been going on in our captured world all the time. But boy, has it been a ride the past couple years. I've found Christ, Flat Earth, all about the grabbers, and all the various conspiracy theories that it turns out are simply conspiracies. I got some gravy about that, too, if you want the gravy. They're technically not conspiracies because most of them aren't illegal. They're such, they're very legalistic. A conspiracy is when two or more people plan in secret to do something illegal. You know, like when you look at some of these shootings and some of these other stuff, they can make a claim that it wasn't illegal because they're allowed to propagandize the American population. It's fucking weird, but it's, it's dumb and gay. and, And it relies on a population with no trust. You know, and so that's why it's annoying, but it's interesting. By the way, that made me feel a lot better. Thank you very much for that. It's like she did. She got to be with me when she died and she didn't know I did it. She didn't know I was driving a car. And yeah, that's what matters. She's your last moment, right? So anyway, I'll give it some time with this handle and eventually decide if it's lame or not. Until then, I'll come up with something else. Um, Looking forward to more crushing but just want to share the Cooper and Fergie story with you, honoring your loss. Cheers, Awake Bear. Now it was very kind of you, Awake Bear. And yeah, you're right. To think about her drowning, because one time I when I first had Benny a long years ago, I've had Benny for 17 years. He's 20. Uh, I was dating a girl with a pool, and he had fallen in and was holding on to the edge, like slipping for it must have been 20 minutes. And I just randomly went outside and saw him. And I, all, and I would have like nightmares about that, about Benny was like slipping by on a poolside. And if I hadn't seen him, he would have drowned. And to think that like, you know, his last moments would have just been confusion and panic. Uh, that would have been uh, sad. And that's cool, you awake bear, to be able to acknowledge that and, and, uh, and honor it. All right. Big Bear. The gravy dam has overflowed since the epic Missouri event. At the festival, I talked with an um, engineering bear who approves manufacturing specs for the new uh, reusable rockets. So being a skeptical bear, I said, what conditions create the most stress? The stress and heat created when leaving Earth's atmosphere and gravitational field. Next, I asked what are the specs for recovering the internal air pressure or um, for something the internal air pressure doesn't flow the rocket apart, doesn't tear the rocket apart when the craft is in the vacuum of space. After a dramatic pause, he answered there are none. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no space. The space isn't as described later. I uh, realized neither the bowling ball or feather everyone sees um, had in a vacuum, internal pressures, perhaps bear Otis can find clips of objects with internal pressure uh, bursting as air is removed from a vacuum chamber. Yeah, yeah, totally. Changing topics, when two or three gather, Mandela parallels the field of dreams. The content is when correcting the behavior, is when, the context is when correcting the behavior of a fellow believer. First one on one, next two or three before God. Third reveal to the larger community, I logically, the logical progression needs two or three with God as truth true rule out ankle biters. After two failed attempts, the more or wider community is informed. My guess is movies, TV specials, and evangelic, evan, evangelists still follow two or more. Last ladle, my 383 Black's Law 11th edition, um... Encompassing history, the act of compassing, sorry, I can't, the act of contriving or plotting of something underhanded, the treason act of 1351, criminalized the act of compassing the sovereign death also formed imagining, imagining. Explains why no compass can point true north crush on skeptical bear. Thank you skeptical bear I didn't quite understand all of that, but it sounded really nice Um, People should print these letters. Well, I'm not always great at reading them, but I you know I I I appreciate when people hand write, but I can't always read it I'm gonna land the land the gravy train. It's uh, I can read these tomorrow I have a lot more letters. Letters are piling up, but that's a good thing. That's a very good thing, everybody. That means we will survive the winter. Got some uh, good donations to the campground. True North is the name of Kanye West's son, which is wild to me. Dude, the blacks really will name their kid fucking anything. All right, content. uh, Final Super Chats. Subscribe to unauthorized.tv. If you'd like to send me a letter or parcel or Danish silver, P.O. Box 490 Sandpoint, Idaho 83864. Um, and then entropystream.live slash app slash Benjamin Comedy. Every bit helps uh, keep Cottington employed because if not, I'd pay the fucker anyway. I mean, he's an invaluable resource. But, you know, that entropy uh, super chat thing is cool because it, it, it cuts him in on a percentage. You know, I like that. I've always worked better and harder when it's a percentage parcel inbound BB. Nice. All right, guys. Um, th- today I thought was a really funny one. So enjoy it, share it, spread it, send it to people if they want the idea of being a, uh, a hipster anti-Semite is just a great character. If, if, if Sa- Saturday Night live wasn't completely corrupt characters like that would be fucking hilarious. The Didache is first century Christianity. If you don't like it, that's on you. Says Aristo Ignatius. Oh, Uh, Ignatius is very triggered because, uh, you know, we pointed out the statues of Satan outside the Vatican that have been there since before he was born. Um, All right, guys, be fruitful and multiply. Oh, yeah, BertariaCampgrounds.com. Check it out. No, by the way, guys, try and stay away from theological bickering online. It's the one thing I see good people engaging in that I hate and I will ban more often. I don't want to because I get that people are trying to get to the bottom of it, but try not to tell other people what to believe. It's one thing if I make fun of it in a live stream. That's what I do. I make fun of everything. In print, if you're in a chat and you're just going back and forth about the nature of God and there's no way you can fully comprehend it, it's tedious, it's noise, and really stay away from it. I know you could say, oh, you just triggered No. No, he was doing some shit. I'm from a Catholic background. What I was saying was funny. Most people got enjoyment out of it. I'm not saying not to be Catholic or counting your beads. You know, is bad if it's meditative. If he feels triggered against me, that's my job. I trigger people. It's fine. Uh, can we get a new room, back alley behind the Speakeasy Saloon? Says so Ignatius. No, we don't do back alleys. We're, we don't do back alleys. We're not Catholic. <laughs> Triggered churchians are literally the gayest. The chat is is 100% churchian in the off hours. Yeah, yeah. Content. if you see it, just ban it. Because it's like, it's really bad. It makes you look bad. makes me look bad. It makes everybody, it makes Christianity look stupid and irrelevant. When you're like, no, if, if you just keep quoting scripture in an attempt to attack someone else, you'll never convert someone to Christianity doing that. They hate you for it. You know, if you're like, oh, no, this is the only true path. You're like, dude, you're never, ever going to succeed at anything except feeding your own ego. And if, and if you don't care at all about converting people to Christianity or helping people understand Christianity or, you know, figuring stuff out on your own, if that's your goal, then I promise you, as someone who's pretty good at this, never use it as a weapon. Never be like, Oh, well, according to this, you're wrong and I'm right. It repels. It's disgusting. And it's not even true. Because you don't know. You don't get to make those condemnations to people. The reason people can't stand churchians is they take over and dominate everywhere. Oh, dude. And then you ban them and they're like, oh, can't handle the word of God? Banning the word? No, I'm banning your dirty little ego. I'm just responding, says Ignatius. I'm I'm not yelling at you about this, Ignatius. Just in general, when I land this plane and we leave the the saloon open in case you guys want to hang, mind your manners, dude. Everyone hates fucking churchians. That goes for most online debates. Ego, you'll never win. That's why I just started banning everybody. I used to respond. Like people would be like, would say something to me and then I'd like respond and they'd be like, oh got him, pile on gammas. And and I'd be right. I'd be unequivocally right. And it like it wouldn't even be a debate and it wouldn't matter. You will never can somebody had a great joke It was a mainstream comedian. I can't remember who it was, but they're like, oh, I just saw oh it might have been Louis CK's oh, who was it? They're like, I just saw I was just on Facebook and one guy had a different uh, Political opinion than another and the other guy was like, oh, thanks. I changed my mind now. Oh, wait. No, that's a fucking unicorn That's never happened in history it's never happened. You can do what you like and is good. And if people choose to watch you, you might change their mind or open their mind or change the way they think. But if you're just bickering at people, you'll never change their mind. And all it does is make, oh, Brian Regan, nice. It, it only makes people looking in make you look stupid and make the whole group look stupid. And no, if you're banned, it's not because we don't like the word of God. It's because you sound insane. The only place I don't ban that shit is bitchute. If you want to be a psychopath, go to bitchute. Bitchute comments, I we leave up unless they're like pictures or something death threaty or, you know. But if you want to sit there and rant for paragraph after paragraph after paragraph, you have a place, bitchute. And if you want to say how you're the only Christian in the world how, I'm going to hell and how, go ahead. But I but that's cuz I'm sure, you know, if if you need an outlet, take it there. Because no one likes it. You don't represent people. You're not helping anyone. No one in human history has been like, man, I just read this bit I shoot. Just, I just took the time out of my day to read nine paragraphs on bitch shoot. And it turns out that super duper Christian 69 secret king is the, is the right one and I'm the wrong one never once dude no one no one likes it and do what you want that's why we have bit you but in other areas i manicure it and it's all in levels like telegram is more manicured other word of times when there's nothing like that there telegram instagram any place that i'm currently at you know i'll allow some but if you're like I'm the special boy. You're going to hell. If you read Psalm and blah, blah, blah. It's like, get the fuck out of here, dude. You're not welcome. You're not wanted. You're rapey. You know, no one wants you there. There's a reason your life sucks. No one wants to hear it in your life. So you take it to the bitch who comments like, I got a great idea. You make videos and see if anyone comes. Because what they're doing is fundamentally parasitic. I make these great videos. Thousands of people come every day. Coynton, what are we at now? Aren't the uh, numbers going up? What's our daily fucking view count with all the platforms together over two weeks? Okay, so what do they do? They can't get anyone to listen to them because they suck. No one likes it. No one's like, I can't wait to listen to what this churchian has to say. Let me guess. He's right. I'm wrong because of some legalistic loophole. Are you calling Christ legalistic group? You make videos and see if people like them. Okay. And then, but instead they come parasitically like, like to me and they're like, oh, well, you're leading the bears astray. Then you make videos and see if anyone comes. You're still coming to my realm. There's a Muslim woman bear in Bertari Times with awesome recipes. Bertari Times is awesome. I'm going to show you this one last time and then I'm finally out of here. I just really want to say that because in the off hours, the and bickering, it, it means you don't want people to be Christian if you do that. If you're like, well, according to Luke, you're the piece of shit and I'm the fucking, it, it literally means that if you do that, you don't want people to become Christian. You want them to think you suck and you sound no different than the disgusting scientism out there. If you have to debate the Bible, then you do it. And there's nothing worse than just the, like saying a Bible verse without quoting it. And then they never listen to each other. Like someone else can make a good point and, they're, and they just are in war mode. They're like, nah, 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 nah. dude, it's, it's fucking hell. It's a form of hell two weeks equals. So 35,000 average stream somewhere in the ballpark. All right. So check this out. Jason Lingram doing his presentation at Flattoberfest just now said, Owen Benjamin, and the bears are the best examples of how to avoid the NWL said bear. Bear fest was full of the best people ever assembled because it's not, So that app that we're doing is awesome. It's good people saying good stuff, representing themselves properly. A lot of people can't uh, manage themselves. They can't, they're terrible at being their own authority. They have to be helped along. And I don't want to be anyone's handler or anything, but I'm like, listen, you don't know how bad that looks from the outside. Oh, you day nigger as a comedian. And it's super funny when you do it. It isn't funny. I'm not talking to all you guys, but you know, the people I'm talking to, they're just, oh yeah, wait till I hit bit shoot. Go ahead. Bit shoot is your realm. But I know something about the Secret King gammas. They hate boundaries. If you're like, no, keep it in bitch shoot. They're like, no, oh, you mean fucking telegram when you're not looking? <sighs> oh, you're banning the word of God. That's taking the Lord's name in vain. Vanity. You're using the word of God as vanity. Um. All right. All right, that's it. All right, guys. Be fruitful, multiply, don't be fruity and blow guy. I'll see you guys. Uh, BTA is stress relief. Other social media is stress-inducing. Exactly. So again, if you want to tell me how I'm a Jesuit tranny and I don't know the Bible and Jesus hates me, take it to bit shoot. I allow it. Okay? If you need a pressure relief valve, go for it but you're not taking that fucking garbage anywhere else and everyone hates it. If you see like thumbs up and stuff, it's, it's bullshit. I've never met a single person. It's like, man, those bitch comments, they really help open my eyes. I'm a much better person after reading, you know, come to Jesus 69 serpent bear. It's just like, dude, they're fucking nuts. All right, guys, be Uh, God bless. Thanks for the talk. I always appreciate it. Anytime, Aristo Ignatius. See, me and Ignatius are fine. You don't have to attack Catholics on my behalf. I did a funny bit. I do it all the time. It's not like a line in the sand. I'm just saying if you're going to point your dirty little fingers at Jews, you got to fucking clean your own house. Ask yourself, do we have a fucking statue of Satan in front of our church? Do we have a nuclear holocaust where Jesus' flesh is burning in front of our leader? If so, shut your fucking mouths. You know? Deal with your own problems first before you touch one hair on those little Jews' head, those beautiful little boys. All right, guys. Be fruitful. Don't give anti-Semitism a bad name. Be fruitful, multiply, don't be fruiting boys.